This is NRL Boom Rookies. And welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. He is the best prop in the world, never mind anybody else. It's Mitch Doyle. Well, you just, well, you brought, no, that drop's <laughs> coming back there, don't we? <laughs> just testing it. And Souths, they just don't think about losing. Matthew Bungard, how are you? I thought about them losing. Did you think game. about them losing? Yeah, it was, the writing was on the wall. The whole what, time. At what point did you realise that you were about to get 14 0 dickheaded? Uh, when Greg Inglis went off the field. Yeah, well, we'll come I on. Mean, to that. The moment they went up fourteen 0 we knew. <laughs> it's true. It's I know the that scoreline. I know that it's it's. We love our cross sport references in this on this podcast. But is fourteen 0 the most dangerous score in rugby league? Yes, it's probably not the most dangerous score in soccer. Well, no, you no. make a valid point. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we'll come into those games yeah, later we, on. Three fourteen 0 dickheads for the season. So. Yes. Can you explain this to people who don't get the joke? Nah, fuck them. Okay, go fine. back and listen to last year's <laughs> episode. Post- that's a good. That's a good. Uh, good little. Post double, post double header last year. The oh, I'm not going to try to tell the story, whole story. No, again. You it's, don't. It's just, no, it's just, it helps if you give people refreshments. Okay. new season. Okay, might be it, new it's, just, it's been going around again. That's why we're yeah. talking about it. But um, it's from the SunCorp double header last year. I was up there with Simo and another friend who will na- remain nameless. <laughs> and, uh, and anyway, we're watching the first game was that Titan Storm game, and about a few rows in front of us was a pretty rowdy Storm fan. And this didn't really incident didn't really involve me, Simo, or my other friend. There was like uh, Broncos fans to our right that mm. were giving it to the Storm guy for that game. A little, always, not not too a, much, not too much. Yep. But the Storm fan decided to like side with Manly for the Broncos game, and like you know, being a Storm fan, you're in a bad spot already if you decided to side with Manly. Like, what are you doing, champ? But yeah, rivals. But yeah, most of the game, you know, they got up fourteen nil, and he's just screaming like back the back row of the guys behind us, just screaming fourteen nil. And just all, sh- sh- all shit kinds of banter, all that kind of stuff. But when the Broncos finally hit the lead, the, one of the singular group gets up and just screams at the top of his lungs, 14-0, dickhead, but holds the dickhead until he's out of breath. So, so it's dickhead kind of deal. And it was, it was just good. It was a good moment. That's it is. All. Yep. It's good. That's it. And, uh, good. Thank that, you for explaining that. And then from the here on in, we've had some 14 nil dickhead moments. We have. And, uh, we've had a number. And I, I mean, don't know if it's... There's some, some signs here. I don't know if it's because we're all paying attention to it more that it's it, happening it more. It is absolutely yeah. that. Mate, oh, it's clearly it's, a confirmation it's really, bias. It's really actually the most common comeback scoreline. I believe it's actually part two there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that 6 nil is the most as common the, uh, comeback scoreline. Well, as the stats man in the room, I believe I overrule you here. It's like 14 nil with no it's research true. done on it. Is, man, uh, I'll back you. The most dangerous scoreline in rugby league. That is, that is. There we go. Facts. facts. Consider those facts <laughs> dropped. Well, Take that go. for data. Yeah. Look, I'm the human drop board this week since yeah, we've cleaned mate, the drop board. I know. Well, look, I'm, I'm here to ruin people's yeah. nights. And I've, I've started well. <laughs> Speaking of ruining people's nights, Cronulla Sutherland 16, St. George Illawarra 20 at Endeavour Field. Mm. Uh, I'd just like to come out and say what we were all thinking. Um, St. George, clearly the better team. Yes, they're good. Yep. Um, this was a 14 nil dickhead. This was a 14 nil dickhead. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, we start well. We start well. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wid again, brilliant. Yeah. Um, Nene McDonald, fantastic. Whip and Nene McDonald um, with a legit chance of try of the season already. Yeah, it was great put down. And um, no, nah, no chance of try of the season. I'm sorry, Dale. Oh. <laughs> Look, you, you burst in my bubble. It's a good here, finish, but it was, uh, finish. it was good. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sharks completion rate in the second half was. Disgraceful. Wo- like there was a three or four four sets completed in the second half, like some ridiculously low yeah, amount. Yeah, like, I believe that at the first half they had one incomplete set and then completed five to seven. I can't remember what number, five or seven sets in the entire yeah. second half. Yeah, but it was like the most predictable 
current Cronulla scene capitulation team you could you could see coming really like they weren't going to complete at that rate for the whole game no. the wind was going to go against them it wasn't a big enough lead and we got what what we got in that second half but, we got uh, what that, we wanted yeah that Nene try man I'm not going to like great put down yeah but a bad kick that was saved by a guy essentially closing his eyes and getting a, it's a miraculous finish right it'll yeah. be one of the finishes of the season but I can't let that shit be try of the season try of the season's always when it's some wacky shit when the ball gets passed fifteen times or yeah. or whatever I'm not about that. It wasn't about all the Fox commentators calling it try of the season in round two as well. You mean to tell me that Fox commentators uh, are blowing I'm save, their... I'm saving that rant. I've, it's in there. But it's I've, in done there. That, I've done that rant like every day I was gonna the say, last three weeks. I was going to say, I'm not doing rant. it now. I hope, you've, I hope you've got it on tape. I've got it somewhere. Uh, um, as you were saying, I think the biggest thing for me is that the, the Sharks just forgot how to play rugby league in the second half. And once the Dragons started going through them, and, and we know what the Dragons forward pack is like this season mm. and last season as well, but... They started basically running through the Sharks, and then the Sharks were just like, would you like the ball back every 60 seconds? And <laughs> to run at us some more. Let's find another unique way to turn the ball over. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> but Andrew Fafita, um, I think I'll just just drop the ball. I'll just drop mm. the ball in the ruck. Oh, oh, they've seen it. Oh, well. Good. So, uh, so uh, Paul Gallen. I hear they're not calling him Paul Gallen. They're calling him Paul Lita because he's no longer Imperial Dale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Thank Paul you, Hoops. Lita. Paul Lita. That's stolen that joke. <laughs> That's woeful and brilliant at the same time. I'm somewhat impressed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, is Not the decline man. coming? Two poor games. Maybe. I don't know. It's tough to say. Uh, no one in that team is really covering themselves in glory right now. Least of all, like the carousel of guys who claim they can play fullback. <laughs> um, man, that... it's like when you when you apply for a job and you lied about being something on your resume. All three yeah. of them were like, yeah. So Josh, <laughs> I says here you're a whiz with QuickBooks. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I've seen books and I'm pretty quick. <laughs> That's true. It was quick in. <laughs> quick in. Quick in. <laughs> um, yeah, look, uh, so they, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that they turfed the Val Holmes fullback experiment so quickly into the season. I Are mean, you I, really, though? I'm a little bit yes. surprised that they did it so quickly. I'm not, yeah, I, fair I, point. I'm not saying I don't agree with it. I, I probably do agree with it. I don't think he's been particularly impressive in that role in Eddie at any yeah. point mm. that he was back there, but I'm shocked that they went away from it this early. Like They gave him a game, basically. Yeah, I agree. He hasn't been good there like at all, but yeah, one game and he's removed and then Dugan goes in. Yeah, he's okay there. He does the, the basics of a fullback better than and, and then Holmes does, but... Really, that's your move. Bring in Aaron Gurry, who was who was disgusting, who then got dropped. Like that's your move. I don't know. And then is, you know, is that? Do you think the catalyst of this so-called, you know, oh, fall mate, off a cliff that I'd, they just they keep cycling through and they can't figure out a lineup? No, no, they don't really change anything else. Like everything else stays the same. But I just this is the team. I'm not saying they're off the cliff either. Let's not go there. Mm. No. But they're a team that they're they're an you know an aging side that have been through. Well, a while. they are what they are. They're a team they're that relies on their forwards and if, for the most part. And if the forwards aren't going, and if well, they're, especially if they're putting the ball down so frequently, yeah, you're not going to win. Yeah. And when they were rolling in the first half, they had opportunities and yeah. they they didn't take them. But uh, you know, you had Fafita generally likes Gallon to go forward for Fafita to go forward mm-hmm. as well, and he's still in that rut of form he's been in since Origin two last year. And, and I think we're going to see. Uh, I think it's going to be. I think not having. Uh, James Mullaney is going to be very detrimental to Chad Townsend. I think we've already seen that a little bit, and we will continue to see that. He oh, thrives man. when there's a dominant playmaker with him, and I don't know if Matt Moylan is a dominant player. He gets the ball he a lot. He thinks he's one, yeah. Yeah, he gets the ball a lot. I just don't think that he uh, takes control of the game in an effective way with those touches. That way. Oh, oh, then oh. Wow. With I don't know disappointment. I don't know where. I thought George Burgess was a lock. <laughs> oh, no, he's not. Yeah. 
That was his segment lasted like three full seasons. Right? I, I, we have no like, other segments, but that's like made it three. This is this is my it's my fave fa- fa- segment. And it's a good drop, and it's the one out, thing we see. Shunter, great Speaking job. of and good drops, yeah. uh, um, there was two contenders for Matt Moylan in this game. <laughs> Obviously, dropping the game over, almost over the try line is a bad one, Ooh. but he did the Ben Hunt. He dropped the kick off and looked even worse when he did it. Like let's drop it like a ton. They're okay. too easy. Yeah. Yep. And then he was terrible the rest and of the you, game too. Yeah, I'm he, sure you felt really sorry for him. It was great. It was it was it was it was a good weekend for me in rugby league, pretty much. Yeah. Like not all not all of it, but most of it was, and his failure was part of it. And uh he threw one nice cutout, so we, people ignored everything else he did badly, but oh, he was pretty yeah. poor in the night. And hey, when you're the Steph Curry of the NRL, you just shoot your shot. You do. Sometimes sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it goes in. Sometimes, it, always throw sometimes it does not. You make a good point. But yeah, the Dragons, you know, we've said this, this pack's great. They're looking really good at the moment. Yeah. And Widdop was this was as good last year as he is this year. You I'm know, starting to and, regret but, picking them as low as fifth. Yeah, which is look, a bizarre state. And I don't want to get too ahead of myself, yeah, same. but Man, like they were good last year. They just needed someone to steer the park around, and they've got Widdop playing better. And I think Hunt's brought that out of him a little bit. And yeah, I just they, think he doesn't have to I, do it as much. No, he think, can he can do he can hmm. do the flare things, and well, yeah. Hunt can do the not flare. I, things. I think it, uh, the the big difference is yeah, is that Widdop doesn't have that ball the entire time. No, yeah. like, McCrone, you don't have to be much better than Josh McCrone to improve this football side. Sure. And Ben Hunt's much better than Josh McCrone. You good. know, Strong I will take. I will admit and, uh, that. Yes, yeah. Yes. And then you know, I thought Jack DeBellin again came on at the end. He did, doesn't have big numbers in this game, but right at the end of the game, he's again taking names, hitting bodies. You know. Mm. Put, Putting up good line speed, and there's a few times you helped trap the the sorry sharks down in their half. And I thought certainly I thought Sims there. had an amazing game as well. Like probably just, his best game really as yeah. a dragon. I was going to say probably the best game since coming down from Newcastle. Yep. Uh, and again, oh, Lisa Armour is now the toughest man to tackle in the NRL because yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he, he was like he had one really good game last week, and that's how, how this works. Yeah, that is how it works. Yeah. But we probably Where have would three you put or him on your t- toughest person to tackle power rankings? I mean, when when that commentary line was dropped, I laughed. Then I messaged Mitchell, and then we mm. immediately talked about 10 guys that would be ahead he of him without fall, even thinking. He falls into the value for money bench forward bracket. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Around like the that. 180th, 20th, uh, 200th best player in the, in the NRL kind sure. of, kind yeah, of yeah, I mean, you if, know? if you think that you, if you would rather tackle Jason Tamalolo than Lisa Armour, then. I mean, more power or like elbow, yeah. almost I any fullback. I was going to say, or any fullback, <laughs> or Greg Inglis, or like, I mean, yeah, there's a million guys. More power to you, but yeah, no, he's having a good year. Good for him. He is. Uh, we move on. Eastern Suburbs thirty, Canterbury Bankstown twelve at Moore Park on the early Friday afternoon, Friday evening rather kickoff. Yeah. There's not really a lot to talk about in this game. I thought this game went basically to script. I thought the it Chooks really were did. quite good. <laughs> yeah. And I thought the Bulldogs were okay. Signing the uh, the Raiders' defense, bold move. Mm. <laughs> as, we, as we saw later in the week, it's not like they've got any better at defending since they left. No, they have it. Stinks. He's stuck in the car and he's taking it with him. Um, yeah, you're right, Dale. This this went to scripts basically. I mean, Roosters 13 plus was nailed on, especially yeah. after what happened to them last week. Uh, they weren't going to have two stinkers in a row. They just weren't. And Kiri was good. Holspine was good again. Um, yeah. Tedesco and Kronk were both very good, and but Kiriat shone them both, and credit to him for doing that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. The, one of the things that I think that we noticed most last week was the fact that, that Kiri wasn't there, and he gets talked a lot, I guess, about as a bit part player, which is quite unfair, I think. I think that's, yeah. He was, he was outstanding. He's one of the best, I think he's one of the best second fiddles in the comp, in in that role. Mm. Like, he, you know, he won a comp doing that. Yeah. You, and now that they've got... Uh, a guy like Kronk, who is a bit, little bit more dominating than Mitchell Pierce, I think he's going to get even better. Yeah, yeah. and a uh, fullback as well. He can lay it on. That also helps. 
And mm. I think well, Ferguson was great in this game again, and he was great last week. He's too. been really good. So he's good. actually finally, it's two games now, it's like, oh, I remember this guy actually was a rep player uh, at one point, like, who actually uh, earned rep jerseys. Speaking of uh, Roosters outside backs, can we have a moment silence for those among us who backed <laughs> Daniel Tupo <laughs> for top try scorer? Because yeah. he did. Big oh. win not being a, uh, able to bet for me. Because <laughs> he would have got on? <laughs> yeah, would have got on. Yeah. Race Robinson, are probably good odds. Ooh. No, he won't keep that spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pour some out for your homies. Uh, but Ryan Madison, this could be some value there. 500 yeah. to 1. Uh, so, uh, my, my biggest issue for the dogs was the gap between the centre and the edge. I just well, thought the Chooks ju- just targeted them and ran straight through them. My, my biggest issue for them was that, uh, firstly, Kieran Foran went straight, which is great, but mm. no one else went straight. Yeah, and secondly, so. Kieran Foran went straight, but his body doesn't move very well anymore. <laughs> like He tried to straighten the attack a lot, and it reminded me a lot of old Terry Campese. They're not saying he's going to stay like that because we know you get fitter, whatever, yeah. you get in better shape, but he was slow and mm. he, he did go to the line like 20-odd times yeah. in this game, but he, they, got, they caught him really close, but he'd go straight and try to get the whole team going with him, give it to Frawley who would then be running diagonal. Yeah. So, well, you yeah. just killed the and whole I, And I know Frawley's defence is quite disastrous, but yeah. they've dropped him and now yeah. their halves combination is Kieran Foran and Jeremy Marshall-King for this week. Well, Cleland's injured, so it's yeah. twice and now and he's had his chance he's been injured. I just don't understand where any sort of spark is coming from those. Like, Foran's a great runner, and again, mm-hmm. I, but I just, I can't see him leading a team around the park. Well, again, he's, he's, he needs somebody, he always yeah, has. exactly, and I don't think, hot take, that Jeremy Marshall-King is the answer to that question. No. Uh, yeah, really, really worried if you're a Bulldogs fan. Uh, we all sort of thought that losing James Graham to get Adam Woods was probably a mistake. And yeah. it, obviously, it's only been two weeks, but James Graham looks like he's elevated everyone around him at the Dragons already, and Aaron Woods has really failed to set the world on fire. Aaron, so, like, Aaron Woods having a big old whinge to the refs at halftime was quite nice. Sound like him. He no. lost his hair so quickly too. It's great. I know. He, he looks like he wants to speak to every manager of every shop he walks yeah. into. It was just, it, that's one of those ones where at the time, uh, Dragons fans were delighted when they got James Graham and Bulldogs fans were confused and mm. I think a bit upset that they've lost him. <laughs> to be fair, that is and their default They state. are often confused. That's true. And easily upset. Yes. But, as we know. Yeah. It, that at the time when it was, I mean, not a swap, but it, I mean, for the Bulldog, from the Bulldogs perspective, it's a swap, right? Yeah. And at the time, Basically, everyone was like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Why are you doing this? And they did it. Yeah. And they still did it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, Moses Zembai looks set for a good year, as we've seen. But mm. we've, as we've seen many times before as well, is that a fullback can carve up for the entire season and the team can still finish. 15. I don't understand. You know? I, I, know, I know you want him to play fullback or whatever. I don't understand why you're not putting him back in the halves this week if you're going to drop for all Yeah, my I just, it well. does, It's nah. just baffling. You no, can't... I get it, mate. They, they, I think they already know they're not really competing for this season. I guess, but it's, I mean, it's around <laughs> three, mate. You can't just like slap your fans in the face like that and be like, "Oh, you're you not, know, we're but, looking towards next year." Well, yeah, but you know, moving by, and then what? Two weeks, Cleland comes back, and you moving by back to fullback. Yeah, I don't know. I think you keep him at fullback, get used to that, and then you see what everyone, everyone else has got. You know, just they're a team that have so many holes in it. As sure, we, as we that's know. true. I don't. Yeah, I not. It's not like you just yeah. slot Moses and by in there, and suddenly all your problems are fixed. And it was good to see Dylan Napa have a good club game for the Roosters the first time in a while, and he's earned the start this week, which I think is the right way to go. Hargreaves off the bench, so he he looked quite good as well. But yeah, this is pretty much to script. I also like that Robbo kind of changed or used his forward pack. He he dropped Mitch Orbison, who isn't good anymore. Yeah, but Madison's not a great edge player, but he's a better edge player than Orbison is. So that's a good move. And I think that probably remains the rest of the year until, you know, the parents' Sonny Bill return. Maybe that'll do it. But that's, God, that no. was a good move. But yeah, you know, and Corder probably had his worst game in I don't know how many years. Two penalties conceded and three errors, but like all the errors were inside the other team's like 10 metre of it. <laughs> Yeah, see, I mean, it's, and that was what she wrote this game. What do we expect from it? Yeah, know? not much. Anyway, moving on to. Oh, can I just mention again, I. Like the Roosters are the masters at it, and it happened in this game, the, yeah. the four goal line penalties in a row. It, it's infuriating. I hate watching it. Mm. I don't like it. It's uh, something has to... 
Yeah, look, they're using the Simbin a lot more this year, which is great. True. But sometimes it's still not enough. It's not. This was peak for... I, 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 we'll okay, it was about 15 minutes into this game and the Roosters just did it for... Like, as they always do. And they're really good at it and they're just exploiting what I think is a flaw in the rule well, book. So there's two other them. teams. So, uh, I might as well say it now. I was going to bring it up later. But the Tigers gave away seven penalties in their 20. And Manly gave away six. And Manly situation again, they're up 18 nil, so they're doing that to reset the line. Roosters, same thing. I think there were four or three. I think it might be four, but yeah. And then Tigers did the same thing against Storm. And Tigers may have got Sinbin, but they lost one player, and then they kept doing it when the guy was Sinbin, and the ref didn't send the, send somebody Which else. Yeah. And they yeah, and they copped two yeah. point. They copped two points by the times, but you know who won the game? Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm anti that, and it's one of those things. They just should like start just. Why are we afraid? Bidding, to... We're loving the bidding. Bidding yeah, being back's awesome. great. Why, but... uh, uh, I think it was one of those things where they were worried that if they did this too much, fans would get upset. But it's the opposite. Fans want this. Yeah, they want this. If you like, infringe, goal line if you infringe the rule, you go. Yeah, you like, get penalised. Seven you penalties again, in your you own go. twenty is worth two two bins at least to me. Yeah, because you know one two you do it thirds a warning kind of thing. How the many points one, is that it. worth? So two a warning, you know? get rid of them. You know. Well, if that was Union, it'd probably be three or four yellow cards. I'm yeah. not saying Union's perfect, but I'm saying they don't let that shit happen in their game. It's not, no, but the it's the way they speak to the refs. Better than ours. It is. Yeah, look at the way they speak to the refs, as they always yeah. say. Mm-hmm. And it's a coincidence that most years, well, not most years, the last like three or four years, teams with the most penalties can see actually well, finish at the top well, of the Well, yeah, ladder. the Roosters are top of that list every year, and they've been quite successful. Well, they kind of started the trend in 2013, yeah. right? They yeah, won the yeah. comp, they're doing it. The Storm won the comp being the most penalties conceded. The Sharks won the comp conceding the most penalties. Well, the most or close to the most. I'm not going to confirm they were all exactly the most. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just the way the game is going when you can get away with that and reset your line. and. More binnings, just please, please. It's great you're using them, but go ahead more. Fair enough. Do you want to move on to arguably the, the game, game of the round? I don't think it happened. Anyway, moving on to Saturday. Mm. Uh, we'll go to Brisbane. Fuck me. Oh, that's what the drop's for. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was already there, but the I tested penny it. Penny just dropped. Brisbane, 24, North Queensland, 20 at Lang Park. <laughs> Player of the game, the goalpost. Yeah. Um,. This was a a great game, and B, what a defensive effort from the goalpost! Can we just can we cover the goalpost in glory? Yeah, I was going to get the inanimate carbon rod drop going, but you know what? Fuck you all. To be the pain guy, he's the man. He did. He it. was fantastic. But hey, yet, um, somehow not man of the you, match. Didn't even get a Dalian point. Didn't get, why not? Didn't he? No. Why not? What I don't think he, did. he only got origin hype the next day in round two. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, you he can't it. feed his kids on origin hype. Mitchell. He can't. There you go. Um, Exposure is what you die of in the desert. Mate. The the like so often we're guilty of just judging forwards on what they do with the ball, but basically he nullified the best forward in the world. He's the best top in the world. Okay. Yeah. Never mind anybody else. Good for you. It's good um, for me. But yeah. Yeah. He basically. He's the okay. best top in the world. Man. You done? Fact, oh, you no. got one more? I'm not or done. You're going to wait till I start making a point again and then you're going to press it You're again. making points? Are we waiting all off? Ah, come on, bro. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so to go out there and basically his role his was to shut down Jason Tamalola and he did that. And he, it was yeah, awesome. Did. And because we were talking during this game and you were bricking it that you hadn't scored to get that buffer out for the second stint of the Cowboys top the forwards. Man, yeah, and it didn't and it just didn't happen. No. Well, they did come back, granted, did. Well, but, <laughs> but it wasn't the steam rolling over us at the end that you you know they they've been used to doing. And, yeah. You know, this is probably 
the best defensive Broncos performance against the Cowboys, despite concerning 20 points in the last few years. Like, mm-hmm. the line speed was insane, and they were pinning the Cowboys down in their it's end such often. A like strange game. It was. And, like, you know, in previous games, the Cowboys used to run 70 metres of setting. Like, how did the you Broncos, not score 50 points? Like, I don't understand. Like, it was well, bizarre. We dropped what? We, the, yeah. we, the Corey Oates one that was close. I thought it was a try. Uh, yeah, Nick Arima's kick for, for Boyd that was terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just past Jill, Roberts, mate. kicking to himself. It yeah. was bad. Um, Tapangai dropping that last one. The, like, there's a lot of points the in this game. Was strange. So they disallowed it for a knock on, yes, yeah. they cleared that the, the sideline, which was which, iffy. No, I thought the sideline. I was thought fine. the sideline was then, out. Yeah. That was the one I would have had less issue with. Really? Yeah, I would. If they had have just said like they had have played it through and gone, well, he's he's you know working us forward. Yeah. If you're working backwards and go, okay, the grounding's fine, which it looked fine to me. Yeah. And then go, well, we can we can't decide but, whether he's put his foot on the line. We'll go with the ref's call. But like that's one of those ones where I don't understand why there's a gray area because like there's a sideline, like it's there, like yeah. you fro- yeah. they froze it to me anyway you you disagree but to me they froze it when the ball was on the ground and his foot was not out yet yeah, yeah. and you could clearly see that and so that's, i don't understand why on the tv they were rabbiting on about oh but they can't overturn that's not enough it's like well yes it is it, like, it yeah. did make me chuckle when they were as you were saying on the broadcast going oh now they've got to sync up the pictures it's like yes why it's haven't tw- they not always been or, it's or, have they always been doing they that Mitchell? Do we just that. don't see what? that what do you mean? Well, in the, the bunker, I assume they yeah, do do that a lot, and we just don't. We just don't usually see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to refer back to your Tamalola shutdown thing, though. In terms of the Broncos' struggles with him, I, I, I'm going to read my own tweet essentially. But it's not like you. Yeah, it's not. No, but, got uh, tweets but, not, everyone, not everyone can see them now, you know. Well. It's good content. It's anyway, true. the Broncos, so they held Tamalot at 130 metres off 16 runs, mm. which is his third lowest total of the last 18 months. And only two teams he had it lower against were a game against Para, lower by four metres, and a game against the grand final against the Storm. That's it. But um, his last, like, since the start of 2015, he's metres by a game against the Broncos. 2-2-3, 2-3-1, 2-6-5, 174, 214, 178, 158, 132. Two, hang on. 265. Yes, he's had the last three games against us. Well, the th- four of the last five, he's had over 200 metres against the Broncos. That's insane. Yeah. But on this night, 16 runs. He had on the field with him, 14 times for those 16 runs. Sorry, 12 times for those 16 runs, Pangai was on the field. And Pangai hit him on 11 of them. More like mm. Jason Tolmalola. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's it. But he hit him eleven times, and that, that's a that's a guy who went out there as a man on a mission, marked his marked his guy, and mm. whilst he didn't always hit him first, it was so often he'd see him as a third man to, into a tackle and smash Tamalolo in the back or in the side and put him on the ground, and that's really taking away a lot of his effectiveness and taking away the Cowboys getting a nice quick play the ball off the back of him, and that was one of the real big catalysts of this game for me, not just Pangai's performance, but just the way they nullified Tamalolo as much as they could. And then the other big catalyst for the Broncos' turnaround as well for me was Andrew McCulloch's return. Like we've, we've said this on the podcast many a time. He's the one who controls the Broncos, not Cody, not Milford. Boyd a little, but it's Macca's team around the middle. He, he leads that pack, and you could see it. The direction was there all of a sudden. It's bizarre. There's like no recent team that has established a formula for success behind having their hooker be yeah. their best player. You just don't normally see that. No, you don't at all. No. And like, you, know, you haven't seen evidence at all of the Broncos with or without him over the last three years. Not but two of the last three grand final winners uh, were based around the hooker controlling the team. But, Correct. You know, what, what, <laughs> how could it happen? This is, how, how could there it was no way to see that this would work. But yeah, the, and, you know, we've, we've said this, I said this all the way back last year, that this team with Nick Emmerich and the halves and Milford and the halves will play fast at Suncorp and will kill some teams up there. And whilst the scoreline was only four points, they really did run the, the Cowboys off the pitch. The Cowboys were fatigued. They were going through the middle using their quick fast forwards and getting ball out. To then the the fast the fast guys on the edge and were making half breaks all, all day on the edges. Milford got caught by the back of his shirt like three times when he's like mm. through the line. Like, and then somehow the most surprising thing of the whole night though is the fact that Milford's kicking game was okay. <laughs> is that is that a, that going to happen the rest of the year? I don't know, but it was it was it was okay. Who knows? 
yeah, uh, well, we we were talking about it off mic and noticing how gas Thurston was. With man, he he was trying to carry that team more than ever. That he, or more than he has the last few. He had years. more run meters than Tom Lawler. Yeah, yeah, which had is thirty-one carries. thirty-one runs. That's baffling. And I mean, you know, obviously, in all of them are him getting straight to the. They're going to the line and passing the ball up. But yeah. thirty-one carries of the ball, and I watched them all to make sure there was thirty-one of them, and there was. So it, just, it was a great effort from him. But yeah. And you're never out of the game when he when, when he's doing what he's Great. doing, but that's what happens when they're missing, you know, Morgan and missing Coot now. Is that mm. Thurston was going both sides of the rock as much as he could and tried to carry them. But I think Morgan is almost more key to their success now than Thurston is though, because he's got the better running game now. Mm. He's a bit more dynamic now than Thurston is. Thurston will lead them around, but Morgan would have been the one maybe potentially break the game open here. Yeah. Like, with a couple minutes to go, after they after they hit that post, I was never more certain that the Broncos were going to win than them because we I knew the Cowboys had to go from their own half and score. Yeah. And that team is so damn slow without Michael Morgan in it yeah. that I was like, there's no chance they're going over halfway and scoring. Like, there's Did, no chance that they're going that, that far. Was it Pungo that pushed, was it Bolton into the post as well? Did he make that final tackle it, as well? It was him, yeah. So he was in everything. Oh, I loved his celebration when he thought that he won the game on that try. Then he celebrated after that. It was a, a special effort. And yeah, it was good. Might be a, a thing to remember JT's likely last game at Suncorp by that post moment. And this may be the end of this rivalry with JT over as well. Well, we, obviously we hope not. Wish him well. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, New Zealand Warriors 20, Gold Coast 8. Oh, back to back. <laughs> Mount Smart, the boys. the Warriors. It's your boys. Uh, what a week for Mitch. Oh, mate. Halcyon days, you. mate. Just <laughs> telling you, JDB was good. Moreland sucked. The Broncos won. The Warriors won. Like, it was going pretty good. Then the Pen Penrith had to ruin it as always. But Buddy, it was Penrith. going pretty good. Sorry. I've got to say, the, the Warriors, <laughs> the are, the Warriors no. are only two points, diff- two points differential behind the Saints. On Mate, top of the ladder. They should have been. They should have won this game by a lot more than they did. They, they, they were all over them. I don't disagree with that. Um, takes. Hit me with your takes. Gold Coast, not good. It, that's a good Sh- one. Shocking. Shocking um, take. I, it's, it, it's just good from a, if you're a Warriors fan to see them back up what was a very good round one performance mm-hmm. by actually, you know, not... Like, how often... Would you have been shocked in the last three or four years if they'd bottled this game? I, no. I, or, or lost, like, eight. Eight yeah. nil. On yeah. top of their ridiculous. bad Perth record, their returning home from Perth record is also terrible. That whole travel around, but they were they were fine. Mm. You'd be stoked as a Warriors fan right now, right? You'd be on cloud night. They and, and I think the thing that we mentioned last year a lot about kind of going there and letting them play the way they want to play. They they look like they didn't do it last year though. They did not do <coughs> it last yeah, year. Yeah, about not playing Warriors ball. That they, they look like they're actually having fun. They which, do now. Which I know we talk about and it's one of those things. But yeah. But like this was a fun game to watch. There weren't as many points as the other games, but the the Warriors were legitimately. It was good footy. Well, it's it's like for me, I you know he's had a falling out with McFadden recently, and they've had a fight, and he, McFadden's leaving the team. But it's like for me now, I'm starting to think like, did last year did he just take McFadden's game plan over and keep with the assistant and keep things in the way he was doing them and, mm. and continue from there, and make him I don't know, try and make them a bit more of a as we saw completion rate and competing team. I don't know if that's what happened, but. They completely changed how they play this with him as a coach this yeah. off, this off season, and yeah, they're, they're not they're, they're throwing offloads again as as they used to do, but he said they're enjoying their footy and they've got that right edge now. For years we've said that the edge is dangerous. It wasn't last year, but they've got Tohu Harris playing in form. He looks incredible. My signing of the season call looking yeah, all right. Yeah, it's looking, looking good. Right. Um, Hiku again, not a world beater, but the right footballer to have in that spot. He he's fed the force a few times and just links between. You know, uh, uh, sorry, Sean Johnson, Toe Harris, and and the Fuss, and then Blake Green looks like finally we've, we've talked about it. Like you know, no more excuses for Sean Johnson. We keep signing all these these settling guys or whatever, and nothing happens. Mm. Actually, looks like the guy they've been looking for for five years. You know, yeah. 
if there's a, there was one play, and it wasn't a fantastic play or anything, but in this game, I think there were, it was just before halftime, and the Warriors are doing what they do sometimes on fifth tackle and just throwing it around. Like It was like three or four offloads going nowhere. Went back from the goal line to about 30 metres back. And then Blake Green got his hands on the ball and just put a chip kick in and pinned the team down on the one, on one metre out from their line. If, if and then gonna... he looks at the boys and just says, calm down, lads. And that's the kind of thing they need, right? Yeah. Like, it's cool to throw the ball around or whatever, but when it was going nowhere... Let's get back in position. Let's get the ball down there, and mm. then we'll keep playing footy from there, boys. And that's because, the kind of thing he's bringing. And, and as you were saying, if you're running them around trying to play ad-lib football, the other teams just run just as much as you have. You, run you get them down there, and you make them run back, and they'll make an error. Well, it's, it's a good end of a set when you kick that ball as opposed to dropping it 35 metres out because you've worked your way backwards with loose offloads. And, you know, now you, and now you're cooked, and you have to defend. Yeah, but that, you know, that's what he's brought. He's brought the actual settling we all thought someone, that's, someone might bring, and he, he has done that. And he looks like a real leader in that team as well. And two of us, two of us are Sheck's moving well as yeah. well. A couple of line breaks, 26-odd runs in this game. What did you, what did you make of uh, the Fuss's second try? Mate, the Fuss is the fucking man. <laughs> I don't think i made of any of the tries. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all the answer I was looking for. But yeah, the, the Titans have still got that team where they have like three or four guys stand out and then nobody else do anything. Like Jai Arrow was fantastic in this game. Yep. He really should be a big minutes guy. Like, this is the guy who should be their lock. He should be a big minutes guy for the rest of the year. Probably mm. won't be, but he should be. Um, Connie Harrell always puts in. And then what do we think was going to happen with Bryce Cartwright playing halfback? Like, He's not good. Mate. Yeah. So is he a young Darren Lockyer as well? Was he touted as a no, young Darren No, he, he, he had some height, but no. No. He was he was a Origin Bolter two years ago. That's right. Sorry, I get them all confused. It's hard yeah. being a New South Wales fan. <laughs> but yeah, In look, many the ways. Warriors playing good football. Going to enjoy. Oh, Isaac Luke, by the way, looks like Bunny's Isaac Luke. Mm. Been a while. Trim. Yeah. So look, playing good football. Yeah. You know, hopefully it continues the rest of the year because them being good, them being good is good for the league. People don't like them, but it's it's a straight but up. They fact. have they have a potential viewing audience of four million people. Mate, like I know that I know that New Zealand doesn't love rugby league as much as you know Queensland or mate, they love the bandwagon. But they love a bandwagon. Yeah, and they already sold out this game, which is good. <laughs> That's it. Like, and and like they'll have again. Like they're, they're the reason why we have got the passions of the islands. Like it or not, that them doing well is good for us. Yeah, good uh, for the game. Moving on to Saturday afternoon at Penrith Panthers Stadium. Lordy. Penrith eighteen, South Sydney fourteen. <laughs> Another fourteen nil decade. Yeah, big yeah. time. Um, so what was the low light for this? Uh look. Uh, do you want me to give you a few options? Yeah, play, uh, yes. <laughs> was it yes, Greg Inglis being racially abused? That was bad. Was it players being booed off the pitch when they had a hand in- head injury? That, that was also Greg Inglis, I believe. Yep. yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Was it Greg Inglis going off the field? <laughs> Your options are all Greg Inglis. Yeah, there, a lot of Greg Inglis related things happened, and none of them were good. Yeah, that's generally not a good way to win a footy. No, game. it's not. If you, if you, if I let's, if you said to a South fan after a game and they hadn't watched it, you, all you said was a lot of Greg Inglis things happened, and none of them were good. They wouldn't be pleased. No, they would have said. I'm not pleased. How much do we uh, lose? On a by? serious note, obviously that uh, I, I read today what I was apparently said something about go sniff some ethanol or something and call him a dog or something. It's just it's just terrible. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Oh, we okay. Fine, yeah. we won't talk about that. Fine. Uh, the game. Uh, South started really well. Um, they got out to a 14 0 lead, and then <laughs> someone called them a dickhead. Mate, see, they should have. That yeah. penalty was the wrong call. Exactly. Rookie coach Anthony Seabold yeah. on the hot seat. <laughs> they did score a great try. They did. Banging try. Yeah. Awesome try. Agreed. Cody Walker, always in support. He's great. He's yeah. been really good, but he's Cook's, been the Cook's best player. Cook's try was Cook, not, not well, either. Yeah. To mm. me, Cook's been the best player. Sorry, Cook was the best player on the field for, for either team in this game, and Walker's been the best player for Souths across yeah. two he games. He is the best hooker who could wear a blue jersey. 
Let's there you go. Yeah. He yeah. is. You know, probably. He's, uh, this is one of those guys, like, it must frustrate you as a South fan. I know that time's over, but he's like, why has it taken two years? Well, two full it seasons. It was a long time. A it long was the time. Cam McInnes time, then the Robbie yeah. Farrow time. And he's shown, he played 80 minutes in this game, was exceptional. He had 18 runs as a hooker. He's great. And almost every single time there was a nice Burgess play the ball. They don't always come, but when those no. guys stay on their feet, they get quick ones. Mm. He was there and bang off. Every time they had a good play the ball, he was gone. He was fantastic. And, you know, maybe if others went with him, you would have won this game. George and they Burgess. Should've. Yeah. Man. Like, this guy was legitimately a top three prop in the world when we won the grand final in 2014. He was. And, and he doesn't look like the same person, like, even in shape. No. He's going bald as well. He is going bald. Like, I was at the game, and Tom still looks like, a like you know, Tom. He still has a bit of the V-shape to him. But George is just fat. Have huge they, ass they on had, him. The three of them made five errors and four penalties between them or something. Uh-huh. Again. We're like, getting, we're getting that. What did we say? 250? Oh, we'll get there. Don't you worry <laughs> yeah. about that. We're getting there. If they, But, like... Man, it's just a, like I feel like if Adam Reynolds plays this game, we definitely win. I feel I like, agree. and I feel if Greg Inglis doesn't go off, we probably win. It's just really unfortunate. And good on Penrith; they came back. It's two weeks in a row where they've taken advantage of the other team's best player getting hit in the head. Mate, well, they, yeah. mate, they're, you can only beat what's in front of you. The so only thing they're good, the best thing they're best at, if they're good at anything, is is chasing games, second phase play, and and taking advantage of tired teams. Yeah. They're good at that. Yeah. That's what they're good at, and they did it in this game. And yeah, you know, you just felt inevitable once you lost GI and things yeah. were going wrong, and the Burgesses started dropping ball. George rushing out of the, for the game winning try. Well, that was, it was a dreadful typification of what he is now, as opposed to what he was. He might have caught him in twenty thirteen or fourteen, but the moment he ran out of the line, you're like, "Well, that's game over." That's yeah. what I saw. The moment he ran out of the line, oh, they, they've got to score now. Mm. He broke the line, and yeah, Cleary walked around him with ease. It's quite strange though, because they're two, they're zero and two, and but like. I don't feel like it's an 0-2 where they were sort of terrible in both games. I feel like they ran into a red-hot Warriors team, got a couple of bad calls against them, and, you know... It's not a, it's not a Parramatta 0-2 no, at not. this point. And no, it's not. Nor is it a Raiders one where they were, you know, mm. just embarrassingly capitulating in both games. I mean, yeah, they did embarrassingly capitulate in this game, but there were other factors at play, such as Greenhill's going off and Adam Reynolds not playing. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they've done too much wrong in the first two weeks. I don't think they're one of the better teams in the comp, but I don't think they're... Deserve to be down think, there with yeah. the likes I think of the, the Bulldogs point, or Canberra at this point. I think, I think the point that far just would that. give me the shits is that they just make dipshit mistakes. Well, they all, and they have for the last three years. Yeah, that, like, that is this team at this point. You just have to make your peace, well, not make your peace with it, but you just have to accept it as a South fan. So, like, uh, there's a few, a, a few forwards in the, mm-hmm. a few forwards who share the same surname will just continue to do the same well, silly things and they'll cost us games. Well, the same, we had this last year and we got to a point where we were surprised that South are like fourth in completion rate and they completed 80% in this game but the things they do is they drop bad it's ball. When it, they mm-hmm. drop bad ball in, in their own, uh, own half. Yeah. Their own half and when they come, like it'll be second or third tackle, the Burgess will just drop the play the ball or they'll play the ball wrong. Real dumb yep. ones like that and it will always be in, in crunch moments. Get them off the fucking field. Don't have Tom and George in there to finish football games. I agree with that. Sam, you've got to have him there. And yeah, he makes mistakes as well, but you live with it. Yeah, yeah I'd rather, as you said, I think you, you the point you make is that you'd rather what he brings to the team and yeah. both attack and defense Yeah, I than mean, him if, drop the ball twice a game. If so I'm what? running south, I'm shipping all three of them off as soon as I could just to get rid of... If I got it, if, if Sam has to go get rid of the other two, I'm doing it. Yeah, He's not as good as he was. He doesn't justify that keeping those other two on for me. But, you know, he's still good. He's still a great player. But those, you know, the other two, yeah, dead weights. Yep, Dead weights. And, but yeah, South Cook was great. C- Cody Walker again, fantastic play. That support play we said was good. And you know, there's gay guy looks lively there, getting involved. You know, uh, Dewey hey, I think Dewey Dewey, 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 Dewey. Hey, who knows to say. Uh, didn't do a whole lot. Was okay. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. Kid. Yeah, yeah, didn't cost them the game. Didn't cost them the game. And then for the Penrith, yeah, I thought. It's kind of weird because no one really stood out for me in this game. They, Dylan I mean, they Edwards was quite good again. Nathan Cleary being amazing, but I mean, no. he's, yeah, he set up the winning try because of that 
little run, but I don't think he was particularly amazing. Neither. I thought um, El- Edwards was good again for them. I yeah. thought he was their best player. And then, yeah, that, that was about it for me, you know. And Dean Farrow did a decent job mm. in defence. Mm-hmm. Pe- uh, Anthony Griffin masterstroke, bringing Tyrone Beachy on with 10 minutes to go. Yeah. And Maloney had a similar error to Moylan, but God damn it, it got ruined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that hill, by the way, and that happened, and Frankie was just... Like, yeah, that he was, was a, sober. That was ridiculous. He was just giving it to Maloney for like 10 minutes. It was great. People weren't impressed. <laughs> oh, wait, which one are you talking about? The Maloney error when, he, when the, it was like 10 minutes to go. Or seven minutes ago, or whatever. Cleary makes a half break, pops an offload to Maloney. Oh he's right, like, sorry. Out of the air. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the kickoff. Yeah, where, and that, that wasn't Maloney. That was uh, Campbell one Gillard. Of the props. Yeah, Campbell that was Gillard. A, that, that was, was a southpaw. Can you explain to me why the bunker can't just be like, "Hey, you fucked up"? But they can be right on restart to play. That very play, clearly right? bounced, right? Like, yeah, and I don't know if they, they they can call if he touched it before it bounced. But to me, it bounced before he touched it. Like I, I thought it was obvious. Yeah, that it, so did. it was like, strange to me that well, they didn't change that. Granted, call. I'm looking like across half the field at that little shitty screen, but I thought it was obvious. I feel mm. yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. Is it your first time at Penrith? No, no, but it's been a few times. I was there for that Tamari Martin debut where he kicked the field goal when we were up, well, I can't remember, we were up 22-6 or something. Mm. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> so <laughs> fond, fond, fond memories. Uh, we move on. Saturday night. Melbourne, 8. West Tigers, 10. <sighs> no, why are, you, why are you making that noise? Be <laughs> happy was for so them. Good. It's awesome. They scored good. two tries and they've won two games. It's great. Fast wankers! Yeah, just had to do that for like <laughs> five people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well done. No, they um. Billy Slater's three hundredth ruined. Ruined. That ruined. Was, that was good. I enjoyed that. Of course um, you did. Yeah. yeah. Good. Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne. Uh, terrible to say the least. Terrible. Uh, I think terrible is harsh, but no, yeah, I think terrible. Not. Like I mean, Tigers haven't had points in the last two weeks, and they've got through in defence and with deliberate penalties this week, and they won't get away with that for all season. Love but, a deliberate penalty. Right, they went. To, they went to Melbourne uh, in round two. Well, I think Bellamy's lost his first... Is that the first time he's lost his first home game of the season? I think so. It might be. Mm. I think Tigers have won a once in Melbourne before that. Like, they went... There were a lot of stacked against them. And, not again, not exactly a team littered with superstars, but a team littered with commitment, at least. And they were, they were fantastic in defense and application. And then the Storm had guys like Vunavalu had a, a goddamn shocker. I think you forget sometimes that, like... He played like 10 games of rugby league before he played first grade. Yeah. So, but I think his hands just didn't stop working in this game. Forgot how they, 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 how they worked. And then Brody Croft, surprisingly, still a young half, not Cooper Cronk. Mm. Like, Interesting. Going to have off games. That's an incredible insight you're offering. Yeah. And he did not want the ball in this game at all. No. Eh? They went to him quite often to chase the game. And he was just throwing the ball back on the inside. He was like, one of you blokes, you do it. I don't want to do it. And that's gonna, the young halves have those games. And that's the yeah. reality of it. And yeah. Uh, David Nofaluma was great to me in his return to first grade. Benji Marshall was good again. Um, Mate, can game manager Benji Marshall, I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he looks, he's been a breath of fresh air for them. I think perhaps in the preseason, we, nobody really saw this coming. I don't think anyone really saw him coming back and being so influential in a, in, in, in a 100% positive way. But, I mean, that's what we got. Um and like yeah, even, they, like guys got a hard call to make of Randall, Randall's. Fit, I was going to say like, you know? what happens? Uh, this, I I love the take I read today that Benji should go to hooker. No, no, it wasn't it Brooks to hooker? Brooks was it? Hooker. Oh, sorry. Both equally terrible That's, takes. E- the, yeah, <laughs> what a dumb, but yeah, dumb idea. And, and Corey Thompson was pretty solid at the back again for mm. um for the Tigers too. Looks like an Ivan Cleary favourite back. And he said Nofaluma was good as well. Um, Representative, representative fullback David to kick along. Just Real good performance. And that try they scored at the end there, what a great drawn-up play that was. Yeah. Sending sending Chris on to lead runner across the front. Madalena one-on-one with Smith. Got on top of him and just got the offload away, away mm. to Brooks. Fantastic try. Yep. And uh, I know Madalena hasn't been utilised a lot there yet, but that's the kind of stuff he can bring to that team. Outstormed the storm. 
I wouldn't say outstorm the storm. I wouldn't say that. Like, but yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's just go with it. You're enjoying it. You made it. They sixty-four percent of possession. That's huge. Yeah, <laughs> in Melbourne, and yeah, the Storm dropped the ball for a, a lot. For uh, very rarely they do that. And Slater was terrible. That's the worst Billy game in a long time. You saying the occasion got to him? No, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, we'll move on. Moving on already. Congratu- Jeez, we're not giving all their credit. This oh, congratulations credit to West. They deserve it. Great. You know. And Esau Masters is a goddamn oh, baller. He's been great. Doing he's been own. great. He's been really great. And they're kicking goals now too. That's what I'm here for. And uh, Elijah Taylor, like, Ivan Cleary is the ET whisperer. He just is. The last couple, you know, under him at the Warriors, a great back rower, great lock. Same thing with Penrith, fantastic lock. Penrith got rid of him. And he was good at the Tigers the last year and a half when he got there. But he's great again if to me if you get me just he's injured now unfortunately but just again in one that of the middle, hardest working players exactly right but really driving in their defense out, out of their end and really putting an effort in and you could see him yeah. and guys like Packer are really driving that team commitment and when they were getting defensive sets and forcing errors the boys were getting around each other and it was great to there's see there's a lot of 2016 Titans about this Tigers team to me and I feel like they could sort of make the uh, unless they sign Jared Hayne don't do that but um, I feel like they could make the finals if they. Sort of keep this game plan going. Oh, it's a much better plan to make the finals of defense than yeah. offense. It always has been. Yeah, this is just a sneak in, and I, f- I, f- I feel happy for Tigers fans. I've been going through for Divas for so long. This is a team that since like '92, I think combined, you combine Balmain and West, and then the West Tigers. Yeah, they've made the finals five times. I think it's four, four or five four, times. Four or five times yeah. since '92. Well, they West f- were like historically bad in the '90s. They made like the top finals most it, more recently than Balmain. Did. If I remember correctly, really? yeah. West '92. Wow. Western Bal. I think yeah. it was Balmain, and mm, it might have been '94. They finished eighth and missed the finals because the finals were the top seven. Yeah, it's top that, seven. It's oh. that kind of strange oh, yeah, record. There was a year I know about five, and there was the ten in '99. When was the seven? Yeah. How does that work? I think it was '94 or '95. Yeah, that's that a weird. Yeah. One. Well, '92, the Broncos missed the the, the five with well, fourteen wins. And they had scored the second most points in the conference. That lad is hilarious. There were yeah. so many dog shit teams, there was, such as Souths. Yeah, but um, but yeah, like that. You know, these Tigers guys have been through. I know they won the 05 Grand Final, but the rest of it's been pain for a long time, yeah. pretty much. And the last few years, they've gone through Tedesco, Moses, Woods, and you go watch those guys go elsewhere. Moses probably has the worst game of his career, <laughs> or, or close to this mm. weekend. Woods not doing well at the Dogs, and then you've got a team. You haven't had a team like an actual team committed to each other for a decade. Yeah, you know. You just haven't. Because even after the 05 Grand Final, it turned into the Benji and Farris show. And while that worked for a long time, it wasn't the boys. It wasn't yeah. the whole team. It was no. a separate dressing room Benji at that time. Yeah. So, you know, they've got something to be proud of. And yeah, they might fade away. And, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, if he's gonna, like, like, I just want... Because Ivan Cleary is more... He's... He doesn't really. He, he doesn't. He's not led by emotion. He's not dictated by large contracts either. So, so to me, he seems very matter of fact. Yeah, I agree. And so, uh, it, would it shock you if Josh Reynolds comes back in the fourteen? Hell no. If no, they keep, if, well, if he's back, say round five, and they're three and one or, or four and four and zero oh or whatever, why would you? Mm. Reynolds go back in the fourteen, and that'd be it. There's bad coaches would do that though. Oh, bad coaches are putting him straight back in the six. They're paying him that money. Yeah, which is... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, oh, we're yeah, giving yeah. this guy money. Who cares yeah. if it's the best I thing? I mean, Benji's been one of our best, or possibly our best, but yeah, let's put in the other guy. We're paying him more. <laughs> Logic. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Sunday afternoon game, Manly Warringah 54, Parramatta nil. Uh, Oval. Come on. What is there? Uh, well, uh, we'll, go, we'll do a quick one here. Sure. Forwards. Manly, good. Yeah, we're trying not Forwards, to, uh, this year, guys, bad. waste times on game we shouldn't have to. Well, yeah, there was a couple of duds this weekend. This wasn't... I mean, Manly, hugely impressive and sh- a shock result given how they how mediocre they were in round one. For yeah. me, it makes it was, the Knights' result look even more impressive for Newcastle. Yeah. For me, it was just that Manly got the ball early, they scored early, 
and then Parramatta gave them the ball well, back. Oh, mate, this is the most bizarre 50-point thrashing I've ever seen because with 20 minutes to go or so, like, none of the manly backs had more than five runs. Yeah. Like, I think Iwate had, and that was like it. I think none of them had the ball. It's just steamrolling. It's just so strange. Then, like, like, they have like four people on one of them, and they get an arm loose and pop an offload to a free guy on the try line. I mean, it's, yeah. early, it's early doors, but like you've got to be worried, a little bit worried from a Paramount standpoint about Nathan Brown. He hasn't set the world on fire so far well, this year. They were built around Nathan Brown you know, performing out of his skin last yep. year. He carried a really weak yep. pack in the middle. And you're right, that's a big concern. Kane Evans already looks like that's not going to work out. Terrible. Um, Terrible signing from day one. And I don't, Again, that's not really the one that was hugely shocking. He wasn't particularly impressive. He's 26 and he hasn't done anything. Like, you know, I mean, he, his best memory is for like, not scoring a try that got given in a semi-final. Yeah, and that's like, um, you know, this, he's been around long enough that you've seen enough of him that, you know... This kind of surprise anyone. And then, yeah, the backs just aren't clicking. I mean, Gutherson's going to come back, but Gutherson doesn't, is not a 54-point swing. And he's not back to round eight. And yeah. Bevan French, is he's a diet Nathan Merritt to me. He's a, he's a fast guy on the wing who can finish and a good support play, but not a fullback. No. Offers, offers next to nothing back there. You know, he, he is safe you know, in terms of kicking the ball at him and, and whatever, but with the ball in hand, nothing much. And then, yeah, DC was fantastic as well. Awesome game from and, him. And the whole pack, even the Manly bench. I mean, surprisingly impressed by Sean Lane in the middle and Cleepy Tanginawa. That's I mean, two good games from Lane. Tanginawa was good last yeah, week. And the, the Curtis Student and Redemption Tour. <laughs> Are you excited for the I can't wait to, Australian I can't wait to play Curtis six in Australia. Yeah. Uh, no, their forwards were awesome. Uh, in, incredible turnaround. I sure wouldn't want to be playing Manly this weekend. Uh yeah, <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> but yeah, the, you know, yeah. Parramatta they 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 packed it. They have a lot of the fuck it, let's go home. All you did stars. say that, and it is a they great way of putting it. They it's have true. like Corey Norman, Mitch Moses, uh, Jared Hayne, Michael Jennings. These teams guys are down like eighteen nil. Yeah. Corey Norman wanted to be anywhere else in the world at that point. He's he like, did. Just get me out of here. And Moses is similar. That you know that was it. Once once things were rolling Manly's way, they all wanted to get the fuck out. I think it was eighteen nil, and I said to one of the bikes at work, I said they're going to put fifty on here. Like, it was as clear as the nose on your face. That par- They just kept rolling. I mm. mean, Parramatta obviously had the fairly horrific injury to Cameron King, which was really not great. Well, I think, he's, just, I think he's fine. I think he's a concussion. What? Yeah, he's named this he week. Get a fit. Concussion, I believe. We'll see if he plays, but he's named this week. Oh, he was... I was genuinely... You, you thought he was dead. Yeah. I did. It yeah. was like when but Richie Port went into that wall in the tour last year, and I woke up and I went, <laughs> is he dead? That was bad. Yeah. They were just so sideways, like Parra as well. They got dragged out because they kept going to the wing and hoping something would happen without ever drawing anybody. It's, yeah, it's got straight. They had quite a few chances to score and they just kept yeah. getting thrown at the tires, dropping the ball, taking the wrong option. Yeah, they yeah. were terrible, terrible, terrible. They need, uh, need Kenny Edwards back. He's back this week. He's yeah. been injured, but they needed the same thing last week. Needed some energy after 20 minutes and he'll well, bring that. Yeah, you know, he's not going to solve all their problems. No, but he'll but help. And he'll, he, he, he'll wouldn't, he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have given up. Yeah. Like he's going to out niggle yeah. the other teams and that's what he's we want to see. Yeah, look, we can't really say anything positive about this how to turn it around. We'll they try. Well, they didn't even try. If they yeah. didn't. They really didn't. But, you know, good luck to them. Uh, allegedly, they're in crisis. We move on. Hmm. Canberra, 28, Newcastle, 30. He's a real at crisis. Bruce Stadium. Speaking of crisis. Time good to panic. Holy crap. I know it's two rounds, but it's time to worry because you did this 400 times last year and you've already done it twice, twice this against year. Blowing leads against bad teams. This, 15th and 16th place teams from last year. They, it, they remind me a lot of the Knights of two seasons ago. Like, they're going to lose just close games nah. for dumb reasons. I, mate, I don't think the Knights are good enough to score this many points. No, so. 28 points, you should be point. winning more games than yeah, you lose by some distance. Good point. Um, so... What I think is, if if you're in a defensive line, see see the operative word there is line. Right, oh my you've God. already lost the Canberra dressing room. Sorry, yeah. um, do I do yeah. I check? It's called a cluster. <laughs> well, well, you're in it, the defensive, and boy, cluster. it was a cluster. Um, they, their their defensive strategy is prey, and so far it's not working very well. Um, no, oh mate, like. <laughs> 
Austin and Croker on one edge. No, look, Croker isn't that bad. I'm not here for it. But Austin, mate. Austin. That was he, my, he that's co- not he my cost point. them two tries in this yeah. game. The last one he cost them, or he shot out of the line for no reason. They had yep. numbers, and he shot in front of Croker. He's like, what are you doing, mate? You <laughs> shot across, and they scored quite easily. Terrible. Mm. But again, the Jack White at fullback, I've said this a hundred times, just goddamn awful. I don't care that he has 200 metres again with the ball in hand. That's they, the Connor Watson try that got bombed was White and why is he on the sideline? You're a fullback. Why have you run across to the sideline because Ross is breaking down the wing? You know, he kicks it back in field. Those things happen. You think, where the fuck was White? And then mm. you see the replay and, like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then did it again. They dropped, they dropped that one. They pulled the same play. They did it again. He went off. Watson scored. And then later on in the game, the kick Nick Cottridge drops. Whiten, they go down the left again. Whiten goes to the, 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 the right-hand touchline again and stands over there. I, like, what kind of fullback thinks, okay, if they're going to make a break, I'm going to get right in front of Nathan Ross. I'll yep. get right in front of him and line him right up. So, mate, the reason why every good covering tackle ever from a fullback has been made coming across the field is because you've got to be able to cover more ground yeah. than that. He's out of play, well, out of position all the time, out of play all the time. I don't know how they persist with him at fullback. They're tied to him somehow, and he was goddamn hideous again on that side of the ball. Yep. Him and Austin cost them 18 points. There you That's go. it. And then Kalen Ponga was fantastic. Yeah. I was going to say, his ball to Guerra for the first try was yeah. a thing of beauty. Mate, yeah. And he's, um, and <laughs> he, made, he made the Raiders' defense look like kids. And teams that now you know, haven't figured out how he runs the ball yet. You know, he's got a nice silky movement to him, and he's going to have, sp- have space all year around the edges. Doing I think, that kind of I stuff. think that's a point that, that I, I don't think we hark on enough about is that we say, oh, you know, Pong is a great player and he's a player of the future, but like clubs literally don't know how to play him because he hasn't played enough games. Mm-hmm. So you get this raw talent, and he is a raw talent. I think he's great to watch. And he runs at your players in a way that you have no idea what to do about, and you don't have the game tape to try and yeah. watch. Like, it's just not there. You're dealing with some kind of unknowns. You know, a nebulous player. A player kill it the first couple of years more than the rest of their career because people don't know how to deal with them. You yeah. Know? That's, well, it's like Austin, his first two years of full-time and first grade at 5'8". Yeah. Like, people didn't know how to deal with his step, dummy and run, but everyone knows it now. Yeah, you know? everyone knows that it's a dummy and he's not going to pass. Yeah, but, you know, and Ricky whole season he was playing hooker two weeks before the season kicked off, right? Mm. Been training half all off-season. Two weeks before the season kicks off. Plays him in there 50 minutes a week ago. Plays him again quite a few minutes this game. If he really has been good in both games when he's played, by the way. And now yeah. this week, he's named Austin in the halves. Sorry, Caesar in the halves. Austin on the bench. It's, Mate, it, they're trying to fit three into two, and it's just not going to fit. It's uh, Yeah, you've got to hurt someone's feelings. Yep. Uh, Ricky, it's hard to, get, it's hard to say your favourite son getting punted, but... Is it though? Is it though it when is. they play this poorly? They, paid it, they signed him for a while too, but Christ. Um, and one last thing, Mitch Pierce was really good in this game. Yeah, I don't like that... giving him credit, but sorry, the, what? He was really good. The kick he put in right at the end of the game, where he, where he actually actually went for the sideline over the winger's head. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how he hasn't done that for ten years, but there we go. F- fantastic kick, and he was quite good in this game. I reckon he saw that kick from Kronk in Origin three last year and just went, hmm, maybe that'd yeah. work. And you mate, your boy Pong is killing the game. Give him the ball. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, give him early ball. How many Nothing runs did he it. have in this in this game? Who, Ponga. Ponga? Only had 14 runs, but it d- d- doesn't matter. He killed it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's all they you need. They weren't kicking the ball need. to him either. That's all you need. Yeah, and SESC looks like, looks like a solid signing I, I, I'm a big fan of SESC. Yeah, and uh, Ross and Moga are going to leak them a lot of points too. Ross, uh, Ross's kicking game. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> kicking game's not bad. <laughs> I dribbled it. along. I enjoy it. He tried. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, yeah, I don't know. Is there any positives? Shannon Boyd was decent again. He hasn't been good for mm. a few years, but he's had two good games this year, and it looks like they won't really matter. Yeah. Well, you know, good luck to him. He'll probably get an Australian jersey. <laughs> all righty. Um, Anything else, Bungo? No. No. Um, all righty. That's this week's games.
that was that was fun. Unless you're a Raiders fan. Yeah, Raiders or Bulldogs or a Para fan. But I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty good round too, to be honest. Like we don't really have. I hated it. You hated it? Oh, we have. It's not. It's not. No, there's some really good games. Like I know that a lot less drop ball than I expected in round two. I know that we we don't talk about it a lot, but you know I have a vested interest. It's a pretty shit year to be a Canberra sports fan. Capitals basketball terrible. Canberra United didn't make the W League finals. The Brumbies suck, and the Raiders. You know they they love to not defend. Yeah, the Reds get around Brad Thorne. Three of the Red boys. I mean, good. Do you see, see the Tars just decide to score 100 points in yeah, like 25 minutes? That they're just fun. treating Falau like a wide receiver. It's great. It's like they just bomb it up and then he runs down the wing and tries to jump over the other guy and catch Brave. it. Brave. Awesome. Brave. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will, yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. <laughs> Rundrundra. News time. Alrighty. So, the big news of the week. Uh, Tavita Pungai Jr. wants to... Br- what? You can't just Stop put that it. at the top you of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Tavita Pungai Jr. wants to be a Bronco for life. Keep reading the news, Dale. Okay. Wayne Bennett is... Don't really indulge him! <laughs> Keep reading Wayne the news, Bennett Dale. Wayne Bennett found an... <laughs> Okay, keep reading the news, Dale. We're here for the news. Uh, Jason Tomalolo has a Tavita Pango Jr. shrine at Says home. Says Tavita Pango Jr. can surpass him as a player. That's a big call. Is it, Did you just go on to... <laughs> this is ridiculous. I won't stand for it. I will. I have to read this. There's a lot of news. <laughs> <laughs> you skipped the real news Tavita part. Pango Jr. has... He's offered himself up to be Pope or something. I don't know. Alrighty, NRL to induct two immortals, <laughs> reopen the Hall of Fame and induct six players. What a fun, what a fun thing. Yeah. Alrighty, so... Who are the six players going to be? Don't know. All right. The Immortals of Pop. Well, we know they're going to be out of like uh, Meningo, Lockyer, Norm Proven. Norm Proven. Proven and Those Proven are the two Meningo. they're going to choose out. Three they're going to choose out of, right? I, yeah, I would so? guess. Yeah. So who are the six players going to be? I don't, I don't know. The, like they, they said they had criteria. They put the criteria out and there was not actually criteria. It's just like a... Just like uh, Peter Sterling. Six. Yeah. He's, he's a big Alfie. Could Alfie. Be yep. Yep. Uh, Bradley Clyde. Not a bad one. He's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad yeah. Fitlaw. I'm, I'm just glad they're going to start using the, the Hall, uh, Hall of Fame. There needs to be a Hall of they Fame. Every we year. can't just have this thing where like, we talk about like the best eight players ever and then also Darren Lockyer as like this top nine. He's the fifth Beatle at yeah. this point. And, yeah. and, but then not acknowledge anyone else that was good at rugby league. So, Robbie Fowler. And it's good. They'll um, do the more Hall of Fame. And it'll feel like it means nothing now, but you've got to put time into it for it to mean something. Are they going to get a jacket? Great question. Because is the NFL Hall of Fame they have the jacket, the gold jacket? Yeah. 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 yeah green jacket. So we, green we need jacket, a location. Gold jacket. Who gives a shit? <laughs> so we're finishing news, though. Uh, Wayne Bennett's bet. Wow. Stop <laughs> falling for it. <laughs> Scroll down to injuries, please, Mitchell. Ugh. Jordan Kahu is a broken man. Wow, that was so not good to watch. He's got, he's got his uh, he's got his jaw wide in three places, if I remember correctly. Yeah, look, it's one of those guys we you know finds ways to get injured, and now it's, yeah, legs are fine, but now it's his face. But it's <laughs> all right. Jermaine Asako is like has all the things Kahu has, but is more athletic. Now, I like so I like Asako. He's a he's a decent player. I, I really enjoyed Kyle Felt getting some of his own medicine for the first time ever and watching a, a big kickoff drop because he can't like practice against his own kickoffs at Cowboys training, right? So he's never seen one. Could he use so. a bu- could he use a ball machine? Kicking machine, maybe I don't know. Get don't onto know. it. Come on, come on. Look, you can you can have a bowling machine. You can have a ball machine. You can well, catch they do a use wrench. Those for bombs, but it's not the same putting it through the machine when you put a bomb up. It's not the same as someone. Could they throw a wrench to him? 
I can th- <laughs> they get the orange. You can catch a wrench. You can catch a ball. Sam McKendry's done it at his ACL for the six hundred and fifty-eighth time. Yeah, the third, same same ACL third same time. Same knee. Jesus, he's playing on too. Like he looked like he did it. And then That's he's like, ballsy. He got up and he's like, oh yeah, I'm sweet. He's like, no, I've done it before. I can do it again. Daniel Tupo, torn pectoral muscle. This sucked. This was such a, it's just not a comfortable thing. Um, eight to ten weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They pour some out for your betting homies. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, Isaiah Papali'i has a knee injury, six to eight, I think. Um, yeah, don't know what the injury is. Yeah, that's not good. And Elijah Taylor out to like round six. Few other injuries, but whatever. Yeah, that'll do. Um, signings. What have we got? Nothing Anything there. interesting? Nothing no, there. too early in the season. Are we can talk about the Greg English stuff, or yes, I was coming onto that. So <laughs> as you were, as we were, can you not please? We had enough of that last week, or well, from you. <laughs> None from me. Um, oh yeah, we did too actually. <laughs> Uh, Greg Inglis getting racially abused at, at the Panthers game. Um, the the reporting is that he was he was racially abused by a Panthers fan, called a dog, and all this other kind of stuff. Just um, throw these people out of the game. Yep. I I I was hearing on a on a rival podcast that it shall go unnamed that it's going to be an uh, an indefinite ban instead of a permanent ban. Oh really? Um. Look at this point. My my take is my take is thus that if if you're going to think that this is all right, don't come back. I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, you're not finding people disagreeing with you here. Um, if, 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 if yeah, if, if people people are thinking, oh, you know, we're being too harsh. Here's the reality: if this happens more, Indigenous players won't play. It. I know that it's a. I know that it's possibly a false equivalence, but Adam Goods was booed out of the AFL. Yeah, right. Look, <coughs> and he and he was basically just doing his thing. Man, I wish someone hit. I wish someone knocked the guy's block off. Eh? Yeah, the footy. <laughs> it's not hitting somebody. Not really the answer to anything. But mate, you racially abuse somebody. One yeah. of the footy players there. I hope you get smashed. And and I mean the the NRL and rugby league in general does so much good work with the indigenous community and offers so much more than other sports do to to indigenous players. I mean, there's been one indigenous, two indigenous Socceroos in the last ten years. There's he, there's yeah. a few more Matildas, but not many in the men's game. Um, just, just don't come back. Yeah, the Panthers need to do something about well, this, and the NRL they're going should, to, which is good. They've yeah, been, they've done they've done a decent job so far, it seems, and they're going to track the guy down, and that'll be it. And that's that genuinely is the last I hope of we hear of this. And if we don't hear about it again for another five years, then it'll suck when it happens. But hopefully, I just don't understand the logic behind it. It's not like see, like his team has black players on it. I yeah. don't understand it like that. I guess it's it's the ways of trying, trying to understand how racist. Yeah, that's how it's a weird thing to yeah. understand. Yeah, okay, he probably hates the black players on his team too. Okay, right? fine. Yeah, he probably does. Makes a good point. But yeah, I mean, like if if people think that they're going to stand up and say this kind of stuff, you have to go through a thought process. You have to come up with a thing to say, stand up, and say it. It's not like you know a, a red mist moment where you know I know it's again it's a false equivalence. It's not a, rest, a red mist moment where you throw a punch at somebody and you get arrested for assault. Yeah, it's. In my mind, completely different. You have to premeditate this kind of thing to say, and it's not the kind of thing where you just say it under your breath and somebody hears you and you lose your job. Yeah, you said this in front of a thousand people, and <laughs> thought that there was going to be no ramification. Don't don't come back. I think that's all we have to say. Well said, Dale. Thanks. Another rant next week. Tune in for me hammering Ricky Stewart uh, again. Um, do we want to pick next, next week? Would you games? like to rebut Dale's take that racism is bad? <laughs> Racism is okay, and here's yeah. what I think. Alrighty, next week's games. 
Jesus, whoever's cooking out this, oh, whatever that is, smells bloody delicious. It smells good. It smells good. I'm going to eat some before I leave. Mm-mm. Alrighty, Thursday night at Edwin Flackfield, Melbourne versus North Queensland. Give me your winners. Uh, well, they're, they're down in Melbourne again, back-to-back. Back. I don't think they're going to lose down there, even though Cowboys have got Morgan back. And it's going to be interesting to see one of these teams going one and two in crisis, perhaps. <laughs> but, uh, can't, wait, can't wait for that front page. Picking Melbourne. Oh, wait. Same. Melbourne don't get any coverage. Uh, Friday evening at the Did Olympic Stadium. Oh, sorry, Melbourne. Uh, Friday evening at the Olympic Stadium, Canterbury-Bankstown versus Penrith. Give me Penrith. Sure, why not? Uh, Bulldogs. Ooh. Ooh. Wait, wait, he just tips against Penrith everywhere. <laughs> we did forget just, about that. You just caught on? <laughs> <laughs> Been doing this for, what, like, three, uh, four I, seasons? I've forgotten. <laughs> Deeply cooked. All righty. Uh, 8.05 at Campbelltown Stadium, the the home of the gods. What a place it is. Great place. Wests Tigers versus Brisbane. Give me Brisbane. Uh, yes. Uh, should be, well, better game you would have expected a few weeks ago, but I think uh, the fast pace, the way Broncos play, if they take this fast pace down there, Cowboy, Tigers won't get away with some of the game down like they did. So I think Broncos. It's going to be interesting for me because it's meant to piss down rain out my way this week. Oh, God. It's going to be interesting to see what the pitch is like. But yeah. Campbelltown drains pretty well and, you know, it's a decent deck. So yeah, it's not hope, used very much. No, it's not. Hopefully it's all right then. Uh, Bungard? No, West. No, nah, Brisbane will win, but like, I would love to see West go 3 0. Not just not not because I if, don't like the Broncos, just because I, I, I'm really enjoying this. If ride. Wests win, the Leagues Club is going to be absolute scenes. I mean, mate, the Leagues Club's going to be absolute sorry, scenes. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Even if there was no footy game on. It is generally absolute scenes at 12 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon when I go down for Yum Cha. Nice cocktail bar, though. Decent Yum Cha, too. No, there you go. Uh, all right. Down. The Jewel of the West. <laughs> Come and see it sometime. <laughs> the Jewel of the West, sure. Also, there's a Sizzler, the only one left in New South Wales, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday afternoon. At Bruce Stadium, Canberra versus New Zealand Warriors. Give me the Warriors. Yeah. Probably by 13 God. plus. Yeah, Warriors away again, but uh, yeah, Warriors. Canberra to, we're going to same thing, but get a lead and blow it. Probably. I'm just Canberra. Looking, I'm just looking at the Raiders. They, I, they're going to go. I, I just five. think. You know what they say, fool me twice, shame on. You, I don't remember how the saying works. Fool something. Way, it's, something about, it's something about fooling people. I was changing the numbers. to Anyway, Canberra. But yeah. You got I fooled just, a few times. You don't get fooled yeah, more won't times. get fooled again? Yeah. Either who? Yes. Fooled less this time. Significantly less yeah. fooling. Yeah. Alrighty. South Sydney versus Manly Warringah at yeah. Olympic Park. Give me Manly. Now, I don't think Manly are as good as the scoreline indicated something, last For some week. reason, I want to pick South, but I just can't. If, if, if Adam Reynolds is there, I might. If GI was yeah. confirmed he was in, I might. But GI will play. I'm going. Uh, I'm going manly south. Uh, double header Saturday night. Parramatta versus Cronulla Sutherland, also at the Olympic Stadium. Mm. This is a tough one. Two zero and two teams. This is the 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 Owen sh- Bowl. But the the Sharks haven't been losing from a want of trying. You know, they mean they're in, in games. At least defense mm. is decent. Their forwards can do what Manly's did. To they Parramatta. can. They can. And in that in that vein, Sharks for me. And I know. And I know Parra can. T- you know, they could turn around. And, it's in the NRL. We've seen people turn around quicker than that. Um, I'm going to... Fuck it, I'm going to take Parra. Fuck it. Let's just say it. Parramatta favourites. Are they? Yeah. Well, that, that that doesn't feel... Okay, I'm Sharks now. <laughs> sharks for me too, yeah. to be honest. Uh, Sunday afternoon at Rabina Stadium. Gold Coast versus St. George Illawarra. Give uh, me the Saints. Dragons in a canter. By 25 plus. Bungard. Do we all pick all the same? Oh, no, Souths is different. And the I Bulldogs. picked Souths and no, I picked and the I picked Raiders. Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, that's a bit different. Titans Saints? Uh, I'll pick the Dragons. And the 6.30 evening game at Moore Park is Eastern Suburbs versus Newcastle. 
Yeah, the, the Pierce Bowl. The face turn will continue 3 and 0 Newcastle. Give me <laughs> the Chooks. The Chooks. Yep. Alrighty. Are you serious? <laughs> We're going to have any questions. It's Question that, time. that time of the week. It is. At Shana 86, we saw crisis reporting about the Broncos in round one, now power on the dogs in round two. Is it just Shanta, or has rugby league media got even more hot takey than ever early, even earlier? Well, it I mean, has. It has. You're trying to trigger me, but yes, it's as hot takey as it's ever, it's ever been, as I've ever seen it. Ever. As, as we took at the arm mm. out thing before, like every week someone scores the greatest try ever, some player is the best player yeah. ever, when- some young guy is going to be the next Andrew Johns. Some other, some other blokes just oh you know he's the hardest hitter in the comp oh this guy's the best kicker in the comp every week this is nonsense yeah it, you know when you fill a room with people who who aren't trained in reporting and, and that kind of stuff and haven't really been given the vocabulary to be in the role they're in right just yeah. because they played a game doesn't mean doesn't mean shit not really. every try has to be amazing no and that's, some are just tries that's everything here everything's amazing everyone's the best you know Callum Pong was playing Origin for Queensland apparently now because he had a good game all that kind of stuff is. Yeah, it's as hot take it's ever been. It's it's garbage. You know, there's no one's ever been bad now. No no one's average. Like to be good, to have special players and special teams, someone but has to be shit. I think we said this last week. There's you're you're either a boom rookie or, or an origin bolter. You're an origin bolter. If yeah. everyone's special, no one's special. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. And uh, yeah, why respond to that? And only, only don't use your response if I like it. He said, "Hot take you at the flair and entertainment of someone like Stephen A. Smith." Exactly right. Like at least those guys are somewhat interesting and have speed. Nice, we can actually speak. He can talk. He's just going. Yeah. So I'm and telling as, you, mate. As, as much as he is a blowhard, he uh, he will at least call out bad players when they're playing badly. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that Kwame Brown rant, legendary. If you no haven't seen that, Google Stephen A. Smith Kwame Brown. But one of the best. Rants. Imagine like Michael Ennis slamming like a player. Well, he refused play. to slam Matt Moylan, and that's it. Yeah. They're, they're, none of them slam any players. And this, again, just because you played the game 25 years ago does not mean you're more versed to speak or to, to, to talk about it now. Yeah. You know, in those times, some of the people... I don't like Paul Kent, right? Not a big fan. But he's in a spot he's in from training and reporting on the game for 20 years. Yeah. And Warren Smith and Andrew Voss, the, the good callers are guys who mm. didn't play or Rabs. They reported, they worked on their craft and they got there. Whereas these guys now who keep just walking into Fox who... Some of them, we've, we've heard guys like Matty Nable had no fucking idea who some of these players are. Mm. He has no idea and it's evident in the broadcast. He was asking on the broadcast what state players were from. Like, you've got to do your research, man. That's on you before the game. Anyway, yeah. it, it's baffling terrible. to me that like did we talk about this last week? How I don't think we did. I think this was an off-air conversation that we talked about. How like guys like Chris Collinsworth will put a week's worth of research into doing one Sunday night broadcast, and yeah. Fox has the same guys doing five games in a weekend. Yeah, and you yeah, expect exactly. them to be. No, as... We talked about this off-air. We didn't talk about it on here because I tried not to have a media fire up yet because it's going to come more. But here's well, a bit of it at least. You were you know, goaded into it by yeah, the question. Yeah, but yeah, just because you played the game doesn't make you more versed to speak about it now. It's and, that simple. And know? I mean, like again, it's a cross-code thing, but like. After Richie Bono stopped pa- playing cricket for Australia, he went and became a journalist. He was a crime reporter, yeah. and he really, yeah, yeah. Okay. He he was a court reporter, reported on local crime, and he was for fifty years the voice of cricket. Yeah. Like you don't get to be as as knowledgeable as that, and as good a reporter and a broadcaster as he was. God rest his soul. From from playing, you know, he Just, played fifty he, tests for Australia. That's great, but if you can't speak. Shut up. If you didn't put the time into it, he, that's what he did. Like A lot of these guys come right out practice. of playing footy into being on, on TV. And yeah. then the reverse guys, like guys like Joel Kane, because he's the no-name, he had to go to games on his own, sit in the, in the, in the media box, ask to go into a commentary box, record himself commentating, yeah. and still can't get a gig. Yeah. He had to work on his own craft. <laughs> sit in there, record himself, go home, listen to it, and go back and do it again, and can't get a gig. Yeah. But whatever. That, that's, there's just a lot of lot, hot, all hot takes. Is that every, every game, hot takes... Dumb shit like he's the best ducker in the competition and Appy Coruscant ducks under somebody to score a try. All that kind of shit. Everyone's the best at what they do. Yeah. 
They're all the greatest. Anyway, let's move on. I'm sure there'll be 10 more rants like that. You're, all, you're all the greatest, though, listeners. We love you all. Yeah. Uh, at Budu Inya says, given the wins that, that will never really happen, who would you be the number one pick for the grand final halftime entertainment? Well, geez, that's a long... That's a, I've never thought about it. But uh, I've already said like three times at years in a row, a two-pack hologram, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to triple down. <laughs> Can we get a Bon Scott hologram? That would. That's like... You oh, could mate. get. Bon Even Hadley would like that. He wouldn't speak over it. That's for sure. Yeah. He would. He would give it the respect it deserves. Bon Scott hologram. You heard it here first. Vanguard. Uh, I don't Wind know. So, or something. Something. Something that the kids are down with. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> get Kendrick, just get Kendrick in there. That's a good one. Yeah, get Kendrick in there. Actually, that'd be sick. And, and that would uh, make so many people and so, so angry. So many people it. would be so angry. Well, it'd be it'd be Hot One Hundred winning him winning the Hot all over again. Love yeah. it. People were angry at that. Yeah, yeah, because they're idiots. No, well, I don't pay attention to the hottest one hundred. So. No, 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 nor no do I. But I know he won, and yeah. I know people. I know he won. Yeah. Uh, Michael Darren seventy nine. Should the Cowboys have let Thurston go to sign Pong on a long term deal? In recent times, which teams other than Manly have continued to rack up a score in the second half after a significant hurdle? It's a really tough okay. one. The first question. Yeah, it's, I should have read the second question. It felt like it was going to be roll on, but it wasn't his usual format of breaking uh, them down. Didn't have uh, notes. It's, it's, it's a really hard one because you can't know at the time that. Pongo is going to... And we still don't know. He's been really good for but, two weeks, but who knows what's going to... like? Guys have had good seasons and then fizzled. Justin Thurston was the, is it's, probably not now, but it's was... not JT versus Ponga, though, right? It's, well, no. it's yeah. His oh. question is that, but they chose Lachlan Coote over Ponga. Yeah. Yes. See, that's my qualm. Yeah, and I said it at the time. I was like, this is a bargain for Ponga. I said it when we were on the podcast. Here. It's like, did. Yeah, I remember that. It looks like a lot of money because it's over five years, but five to six hundred K a year is fucking nothing for the player yeah. he is. And... They paid Coot similar money because they had mentality, oh, we've got to win now with JT. And that's on them not realizing they could have won without him with Morgan and Tamalolo and Ponga. That's that's their decision. They made that choice and they're going to regret yeah. it for a decade. And I think everyone else in the league is going to regret not doing the same deal Newcastle did because they took a 500k punt a year. But even if we broke his leg next year, teams have sunk way more than 500k in dead cap space in the NRL over the last few years. Yeah. Plenty yeah. of them have. Absolutely. Para carried, carried like 900k on Watmo. Robbie Farrah. Like, that's it. 500k is nothing for a shot at what Kalen Ponger is. Did West, did West not play, pay South to take Farrah? Yeah. They're pay, I think we're paying the majority of it this year you for are. him to play but reserve la- grade. But last year he was... Last year it yeah. was mostly them, I believe. And then yeah. this year Souths have assumed most of and the contract, be, be, which is quite no, a big contract. No, I believe he this year was like a new year, wasn't it? Off was the it? contract? No. Because yeah. you know why you're paying him like 800k to play reserve. I no. should hope not. Like, I'm pretty he's, sure it's a new, not, it was another year. He's not Chris Sandow. But like, yeah. Ponger was a fantastic deal for the Knights. Everyone else... Idiots. Everybody who didn't go for everyone who has a fullback who didn't have, have a fullback didn't go from idiots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not Thurston. It's Thurston versus it was Ponga versus Coot, and they made the wrong call and they'll probably lose Coot this year anyway. And then he said, In recent times, which teams other than Manly have continued to rack up a score in the second half after a significant first half lead? I don't know. Uh it's it's actually quite rare to see a team put the foot in the throat like Manly did, but they're a rival team, they're all playing at home, and who it was did, good to see. Who did uh who did who beat was it Cronulla seventy four to four? Parramatta that was a while ago. Yeah, Parramatta that was in two thousand six, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and then what well, the Broncos did Newcastle fifty fifty three nil a couple of years ago. Yeah. Melbourne beat us like sixty six to six last yeah, year they or did. something. Yeah, it was they terrible. Actually, it was dreadful. Way. That was around twenty six? It was or, late in the year. Or twenty five. It was yeah. bad. It was very yeah. bad. Yeah, that's probably the most recent one. Yep. Sean eighty six. He'd like to clarify that Pan- Panthers fans apparently do not boo injured players. They boo the refs for not ta- for allowing the Panthers to take advantage of opportunities, traumatic brain injuries. He's just talking about the excuse on t- Twitter for them booing the players or slow play the ball. They're booing the ref. They're not booing. No, they were booing the injured players. Yeah. Um, from Frank 1987, sorry, making him older. Question for Matthew Bungard. What's up? 
I have a friend whose fantasy commissioner is a fucking gronk that refuses to do anything positive for the league. What should I make do to said commissioner? I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, and there yeah, we go. Move on. That's no. that's just. Thanks it. for reading that. That was worthwhile. <laughs> it was like three uh, people in the world. Yeah, me, you, just, 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 just um, literally the people involved. Does in Briggs, does Briggs listen still? <laughs> he might. There you go. At Brett Shank, do you actually believe that TBJ will say no to Origin when cash to Origin cash when it's offered? I don't know. How much is it? Well, he he said no this year. Well, who said he's going to pick? But he called up and said he's not going to play because Pacific Test is one day before Origin, so you can play for both, obviously. But the Pack Test clashed with Origin too, so he chose Tonga. But yeah. it's fifty k a game. I mean, at some point, he's probably going to play. Like it's hard to turn down one hundred fifty k a year. You know, that is very true. And if the Pack Test don't clash, he might play. I don't know. I don't expect him to turn down money. No, neither do I. <laughs> but and I'm it's, like and it's, this year. it's outside. You know, it's not everybody's getting that money. You know. <laughs> Oh, this is good from Frankie Days. Frankie says, How do you all celebrate Kansas' record breaking game? We forgot that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You're redeemed. I should have, we should, forgot to mention that. I need to make a drop for that. Yeah. Just, okay. Pete Fulcher says, Which one is harder to save, South Season or Bungard's hairline? Who said that? Pete Fulcher. Pete. <laughs> well, you did say that hair plugs joke last week, and I'm surprised it's the first hair comment after that. Mm. Uh, at Mick the Perm says, With Tiger Woods and Rory McElroy, having two great tournament runs and the Tigers beating the two comp favourites in back-to-back weeks. Are Tigers back? Yes. They're doing better than Rhinos, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I had no idea Tiger Woods did a thing. I'm just like, if I see him speaking about anywhere now, I just turn my brain off. It's been so long people waiting here to be good again, I just turn it That's off. That's basically what I do with most golf, to be fair. Yeah, true. It's a natural. And Mix followed up, have teams gotten to the point where getting to 14 nil should be avoided, even if it means missing your conversion? Hundred percent. If you're in front of the post, yeah, just just put, take it, kick for kick you, for touch. You, can you decline the conversion? Kick for touch. You can. <laughs> you can decline it. There you go. Make the perm again. Given the racial abuse suffered by Greg Inglis at the hands of a Moronic Panthers fan, oh, no. Do you believe he'd take games some more? <laughs> oh, wait, I, I knew, knew he'd get you. Risque, risque. He got me good because he started serious. Yeah, he got you. Risque. The thing is uh, that I read that for when it was sent in, and I went, oh, you know what? I like this. Good stuff. Uh, at one eyed tiger underscore says, if your podcast were to choose a team based on the criteria of the run NFL's team of ATL, mm-hmm. what team would be the consensus pick, and why is it the West Tigers? Oh, it's, it probably would have been this yeah. year. I'll be, I'm still trying to push the Warriors. I'll be pushing it, but I don't think you'd both be picking it up. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We just. But uh, the Tigers are the local team of the of the studio, and it can't be the Knights because you hate Mitchell Pierce. So, yeah. and also I'm not big on the Knights. Yeah. I like Helen Ponger. You went. You went to school in Tigers. Well, Magpies Highland. I did. And, you're, you live and I live there. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. probably, probably would be the Tigers. Yeah. That's awkward. Oh, and I was there when they won the 2005 Grand Final. So there you go. Are you? I was there when they beat us like a week, two weeks before. I was there. They, I went yeah. to the whole finals run. It was it was a great time. Yeah. At 2AHR Blue, five Queensland spine players on the show in Storm V Tigers. Please rank them from one to five, starting with one Thompson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, one Thompson. In that game, one Thompson, two Smith, three Munster, four Slater, five Croft. Tough to like argue. eight Croft. <laughs> At Davy Salter, should Sam Thayer retire immediately, citing a fight with Wayne? And or, no, this, mm. it's a, take the, take the focus off Lodge. Well, he should retire immediately, but that's not going to save Matt Lodge currently. Nor should it. No, no, nor should it. Mm. Ben Smith, ninety four. Rank the following in terms of best defenders: Dennis Denudo. Who's that? He was the he was the lawyer in the castle. Yeah, that that's what I, was, I thought oh. it was. That's what I thought it was, but I thought it must be an AFL guy. So next I one's assumed called, it was yeah, an AFL guy. Next one's Kawhi Leonard, Paolo Mandini. Lucas Neal versus Fabio Grosso, James Bad. Harden, and the Suncourt Stadium goalpost. Well, there's one. 
number one. Number one. Yeah. Uh, two, yeah. two is Maldini, for one sure. One from one is the goalpost. Yep. Kawhi's yeah. number three. Yeah. Then the lawyer from the castle is number four. Yep. Then James Harden. And then last Luke, is Lucas, Lucas Neal, Neal on yeah. Fabio Grosso. It's, Mate, just stay on your feet. It's well ranked. Cost us a World Cup. Maybe. Well, you know, that's... I stand imp- by it, though. That's evidence. Uh, Simon score 393. Question for Dale. Mm. What is your favourite touch football memory where Dale called last try wins and you chip and chased over Matt's head to score the winner? Jeez, we're getting some niche questions for three people on this podcast. It week. was also over Paul Wissom's head. It was over Wissom's head. Yeah. And also, I couldn't see because my hair was in my eyes. Yeah. But don't let And also the glory. Yeah, mainly the glory. <laughs> you, you lost that game by 23 tries. Yeah. And it was at least like, oh, last try wins. <laughs> yeah. Team ARL won the day. <laughs> uh, at Jake underscore H underscore 87. In celebration of Matty John saying that the last 15 minutes, 15 minutes of the Tiger Storm was the most eventful passage of football he's ever seen. <laughs> he played in the 1997 Grand Final. Yeah, most eventful passage of football he's ever seen. Speaking <laughs> of hot takey, yeah. What is the most hyperbolic, hyperbolic rugby league take you've ever heard? Well, I mean, we have to throw Jimmy Smith out, right? Jimmy Smith. not allowed to. Okay. No, we just so we can't, can't mention have, him anymore. We can't have next to, just, Is Matty John better than Jimmy Smith at hot takes? No, pretty Jimmy bad, Smith's the master. Put some respect on his Matt name. Matt Moreland, Steph Curry, Tom's, and the... Tom Tavoyevich is an immortal. Next to Not a great player. He's an immortal. He's going to take some beating um, So he's not allowed uh, The 110 kilo Andrew Johns Of Matt, Jake Dvojevic This season's new introduction From yeah, uh, that Paul Crawley yep. That's right up there What else we got? Mm. Well Brandy said Lisa Nama was the toughest guy To tackle in the comp Yeah uh, Curtis Sirin And the next Darren Lockyer Bobby Poulton Yeah yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's one of the all times The yeah, fact that's from like 06 and Well that's the still fact that you can around. Google that And find the articles like, And it's still You just Google around. like Bob Poulton Sirin And, and it's, like, it's yeah. like the first result Like the, the, that take hasn't died with age It's still it's great. People know it's, about it's, it It is good uh, Mashadi Yusefa having the footwork of Farrow in the passing game of Cameron Smith. Great. <laughs> whatever, whatever, Jesus Christ. Uh, Moretti EH says Matt Frawley has been dropped. Just thought that be thought that thought I'd that be known to all. What? You you can't just read. Just thought I'd be I'd that be known to all. Look, Blake is not the most... Uh, he left out the word let. Yeah, he's left yeah. it. He's left it. He's forgotten how See, to work. he's an idiot, but you're illiterate. So I was <laughs> trying to work out who was in the wrong there. Uh, um, yeah. Are you sure he was I thought his name was Craig Frawley. Uh, and then how close should you be when spitting at someone? Well, close. Ask Jamie Carragher. Yeah, well. Uh, how fast should you be going when you're spitting at somebody? Good question. There's mm. uh, a lot of spelling mistakes in these this week. Da- Danger underscore anger says, when will we see Curtis Sirenen get a trick? A hat trick. Hmm. We're never, never. Maybe. Why not? He got two this week. I mean, what's this, one more? This was Angus Brighton got a hat trick last year. He's a back row. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, Joel Thompson's he's the one who's a hat trick merchant in that team. He got one last year. Um, Joel Robo 44. Is Michael Morgan now more of a loss to the Cowboys than what JT would be? You said this yeah, on Friday. And I, I think it's I true. today as well. Yep. But C888. Did Moses quit to take the easy way out getting binned late in the Eels game? Oh, man. He should have waited the 70th minute mark to get binned. Yeah. He quit well before that, though. <laughs> he, he was on the beach about. 12 minutes in. Yeah. That's one of those games. Second try, second, try went in, second try went in and you were just like, hmm, there's enough football right. for me for the day. No mention of Hometown Henry by Josh Robbo earlier, by the way. Just convenient. Mm. Interesting. Game, yeah. How very interesting indeed. JY NFL, will Sean Johnson ever run straight? Well, I hope not. No. It's a good running everywhere else. Doesn't need to. He runs backwards, he runs forwards. What do you want? Manning P25, will Brisbane ever recover from their disastrous and woeful recruitment and retention over the last 10 years? Oh, there's been a lot of articles this week, the last two weeks. Mm. Yeah, maybe we might recover. I don't know how we'll do it. Grit and determination, maybe he might recover. Aura. Sack Wayne is probably the first answer. Yep. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Mad Dog, I've got no space. Who are you more excited about? Jack Bird's heavyweight debut, 
TBJ destroying the Tigers' power path forwards or the goalpost getting another chance to shine. <laughs> Mate, I reckon that goalpost might be in origin this year. <laughs> Up at Suncorp, <laughs> the left goalpost. Who, who's it? Who, where, where's that steel made? It's steel, I don't know. It's, it's a good steel. Yeah, it's good steel. Probably in Wollongong. Make good steel in Wollongong. Uh, Simon Il, Simon underscore Ill 97. Should Corey Thompson be the Queensland fullback the year this year ahead of Billy? Yeah, why not? Close. Look, on, look on form. Okay, look, I spoke to earlier on Josh Robbo. He said, even though he's the greatest ref ever, does Henry, Henry Perinara blow too many penalties? <laughs> and then if you can see the goal by Matt Simon, is that automatic forfeit? <laughs> it should be. That's a balloon moment oh, for Kashima Antlers. Man, the, the two that he missed this week. Don't get me yeah. started. And uh, yeah, he tries. Henry Perinara, yeah. love to try. He's hometown Henry for a reason. Mm-hmm. A nickname sticks. Uh, CB Sharks, who would you pick for the six players to join the 100 greatest players in the Hall of Fame? Well, we said a few earlier. So you had Sterling, Langer, Fitler, Brad Clyde was a good shout. You probably Dale. triggered all the Roosters fans by ruling Fitler out of the Immortals there. But well, I just don't think he's going to get in. He's like, got to get chat, There's been no yeah. chat about it, even though I thought I thought it's, I'm not trying to get in a fight with yeah, you. I thought he was going to play in Lockyer. But um, like, Danny Badiris a shot there. Yeah, it's not bad. Probably yeah, some older players yeah. will go in. Surely. Yeah, we're we're probably not to, the best yeah. place to yeah. weigh in on this because we can't really. There'd be guys like Bob McCarthy, right? Or Ron Coote. Or, yeah. or, or coaches are going as well. Bill Harrigan might go in as a oh, referee. Oh, coaches are going in? Well, yeah, Wayne, I'd, Wayne like, be I'd like Bill sure. Harrigan. Yeah, Wayne going. would That's go good. in there. Wayne and he probably Jack have, Gibson. Jack Gibson. There's heaps of, there's heaps of contenders. That's the whole thing. That's why you have Tim a whole Sheens. Hall of Fame. Put them all in. Yeah, that's great. Okay, mm. next Ricky question Stewart. for him as well. Right. Out of the winners' right. team, who is the most cooked? Out of the what, sorry? Out of the winners' teams, um, who is the most cooked? That's a tough one. So there's five, right? Yeah. Five or six? There is... Well, that's last year's ladder. There's five, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Newcastle are not winless. Yeah, um, para. So let's. I think. I think Souths and Cronulla will probably be fine. I think the Canberra Cam- Bulldogs para are the most cooked. I agree. Even though Canberra only lost by a combined four points, but they it was the way they lost. <sighs> the most cooked of all of them, I still might say Bulldogs. I agree. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, at Eels underscore CTC, give a shout out to my new new son Austin, who was born today. Massive Eels fan since birth. Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations. Did you get a membership. <laughs> Get a membership. Don't they, don't they, if you inform the club, they send you stuff? Rough week to have him born, though. You remember, had that 54 nil, and then he's born right after it. Mm. At least well, he didn't get, hey, at least he wasn't here to witness it. Yeah. That, um, yeah, it means he won't forget wasn't here to witness yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, he didn't see it. Yeah. That's fine. Leave the past behind. This is a good question from mm. Jason NRL. Well, not even a question. So just give the people what they want. 45 minutes on the Warriors, and we'll head to our year. It is definitely your year. <laughs> starting Warriors Weekly. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Uh, at Swan1895, how many games does Marshall King have before New Brown or Cleveland are considered? Two? Or does he get a little more time? Won't be long. No, I this agree. This can't work. Does it make sense? Yeah, look, I just think, well, Cleveland's not fit. I think Cleveland gets the shot if he's fit. I hope they do it for at least two weeks because Souths play them next week. Yeah. So, but, I, I don't I think don't New Brown is a bad option. But yeah, like, he hasn't played well for a few years. Uh, you've got to question yeah. the mental fortitude of a man who put his phone in a microwave. That's where I was going with yeah. it. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> at Bredo Shank says, should Ponga be the ninth or... Tenth immortal, both. I say eighth. Eight. Yeah, he might go into the Hall of Fame next week. Actually, Check him in. <laughs> with Nathan on a, Cleary on yeah. a cheap deal. Mm. DJ Ibs M. Continuing from your topic last week about the preseason show, should Fox introduce something along the lines of hard knocks or WWE Twenty Four? So the they document the whole week leading to the grand final. Oh, sorry, example they document the whole week leading to the grand final. Fans would love to see these things. That'd be sick. I'd yeah. watch it. Oh yeah, I'm all for rugby league thirty for thirties. It's just that the investment into it has to be done by somebody. The, NRL, the clubs have to open up their doors, and also people which isn't going to happen. Shit. Which isn't going to happen. We, the game like in previous years, thrown out so much footage of stuff. There's so much stuff that the rugby league just thrown in the bin. Game yeah. footage and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, 
teams aren't really pro opening doors. Go, again, go watch those Warriors and go watch those Tigers documentaries. The Tigers won this preseason is just a puff piece with no content actually in it. Okay. Nothing from Cleary, nothing of that stuff in it. The Warriors one actually shows you things and it's good. Mm. So, I, I, I mean... I think we spoke about this last week, or maybe we didn't, but the fact that Sky, for the Super League, grab a player after games and have them Mm. run through plays. So good. So good. Like, Ben Barber is playing 4D chess in England at this point (laughs) compared to the blokes playing Chinese checkers. Yeah. Like, if if we had something 50% as good as that, I'd yeah. be all for well, it. Well, it's like, didn't Hayne film the whole NFL journey that hasn't even become a thing either? Yeah. Like, I know people over Hayne, but that's interesting. Like, yeah. I'm all for clubs feeling more of this shit, shit and showing fans it. We have a 24-hour NRL channel. Yep. They need the content. At Finn Scotty, is implementation of the countdown clock for each half of footy and the top three worst things implemented by Fox Sports this year? Yeah, I'm they've, not for it. They've done some shit things this year. The countdown clock is... Maddie Nable getting a jobs up there, but the countdown clock, probably number one. For me, it's... Uh, it's the graphic going up into the top left. That's bad, actually. I, I know that we used to do that in the 90s, and the 90s are the 90s for a yeah. reason. Uh, but the countdown... The thing that frustrates me is I you watch a Fox game and it's a countdown clock, but you watch a free-to-air game and it's a count-up clock. Uh, well, it's it's not... like They've copied American sports like NFL and NBA and whatever, but those games are spoken about in those senses. Yeah. Rugby league terms is 65th minute is a thing. Yeah. 30th minute is a thing. It is a game that's always counted up. Yeah. When you talk about the game in terms of how coaches talk about everything, that's how it, it counts up. It doesn't count down. That's just simply it. Yeah, it's terrible. I hate it. Yeah, oh, it's, it's good a- for the last five minutes. So what? Yeah. Why can't I? Why can't I count to eighty? Yeah, I don't People know why they do. Learn to count to eighty. Like it's not hard. If there was no ads on nine, I'd be watching nine all year. That's yeah. if I could. That's it. The ads are the only reason why I'm staying on Fox now. Yeah. Uh, at Swiss Underscore's Cowboy should have goalposts to be re- oh, got another bad boy. It literally says have goalposts to be removed from the field. Should goalposts be removed from the field? Well, I'm surprised Thurston hasn't called for it. He's a whinging bitch when they lose games. So the surprise wasn't immediately like he's looking at NFL posts and being like, boys, we've got to can change you, this. Can you imagine if this had have happened to, to the Storm? Like, they, the goalposts would have been removed during the game. <laughs> Bellamy removed them by hand. <laughs> they would have wrestled the goalposts down. At Finn Scotty's back, is anything more frustrating, aside from the aforementioned countdown the clock, than a lack of replays of penalty infringements by all broadcast partners? Particularly does his head in to not see the 10-meter infringements. That'd be really easy to do, too. I don't care too much about not seeing the 10-meter infringements, but yes, I do care often. We don't see the replays of penalties or errors very much anymore. We used to see them more, more errors. But yeah, show me the penalties always. I want to see what happened. I, I And we spoke about union refereeing being slightly different, but yeah. I'd like, if a penalty's blown for like a ruck infringement, for example, just a little thing that blows up, like comes up on the graphic that says what the ruck infringement is. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be the Huge. rule. Just Yeah. You know, hand on the ball. Hand on the ball, graphic. slow peel, whatever, or 10 meter rule, whatever. That would be it. Uh, uh, at Until 88, would you rather shit in your ear, hands and clap or clapping over your ears or Michael Ennis and Matt Nabel commentating? People are asking questions very, very poorly. What if week, What if you, I shat nails? Would you like shit everywhere, essentially, or Ennis or Matt Nabel What if I shat nails and then clapped my ears? Because then I wouldn't have to listen to the commentary. As I said before, I envy the deaf when Fox are on these days. Like, <laughs> envy the deaf. Wow. Looking around the house, things are put in my ears. Like, your screwdriver. <laughs> Will, Will just looks things. up with that face. Yeah. Please not me. Yeah. Not again. Uh, last question. Uh, James K underscore 1312. Just how strong is a curse of 14-year-old dickhead and a para that para are currently suffering? Well, they're not the only one to be cursed by it. The first, but getting in first round might be, maybe that is a season killer. Maybe you start that way. You can't recover. That's it. But think about it this way. They got 14-0 dickheaded. Have yeah. they scored a point since then? They have not. 
That's it. They're wow. going to go O <laughs> for the rest o. of the season. 14, sorry, 14 points for you. Their defence is going to have to improve. Let's put terrible, it that way. Terrible. Okay, that's everything this week. I think I've, I've missed any. I think I haven't missed any. No, I think we're good. Yeah, that's okay. Good, good sesh. Good yeah. sesh. Pickles, anything to add? Good. He's been surprisingly well behaved this podcast. Yeah, he he's, he's probably been out harassing other people. Um, alrighty, that'll do it from us this week. Alrighty, say goodbye, Mitch. See ya. Say goodbye, Bamgad. Bye. And goodbye from me. Nah. Freedom of jail, clips inserted A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered The beginning and end, as far as rap goes It's only natural, I explain my plateau And also, what defines my name First it was nasty, but times have changed Ask me now, I'm the artist But hardcore, my signs for pain I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame Saw a fiend shoot up and do lines of cocaine Saw my close friend shot, flatlining my same That depends, carry MAC-10s to practice my aim On rooftops, tape CD covers the trees Line a barrel up with your weak picture and squeeze Street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads To the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough To the big dogs living large, taking it light Pushing big toys, getting nice, join your life Is what you make it, suicide, few try to take it Built tied around their neck and jail cells naked Heaven and hell, rap legend, presence is felt And of course NAS are the letters that spell Earth, wind, and fire, rims and tires, bulletproof glass inside is the realest driver. Planets in orbit, line them up with the stars. Tarot cards, you can see the Pharaoh Nas. I am Mike, Messiah type. Before the Christ, after the death, the last one left. Let my cash invest in stock. Came a long way from blasting. Text on blocks, went from Seiko to Rolex. Owning acres from the projects with no chips to large cake though. Dimes given fellatio. CSA zeros. Bet my nine spit for the pesos. But what's it all worth? Can't take you with you under this earth. Rich men died and tried, but none of it worked. They just robbed your grave. I'd rather be alive and paid. Before my numbers call, history's made. Some will fall, but I rise, thug or die. Making choices that determine my future under the sky. To rob, steal, or kill, I'm wondering why It's a dirty game, is any man worthy of fame? My success to you, even if you wish me the opposite Sooner or later, we'll all see who the prophet is Not just like life or death, I'm a rebel My poetry's deep, I never felt Not just like, not just like, half man, half amazing Come on, no doubt Not just like life or death, I'm a rebel My poetry's deep, I never felt Not just like, not just like, half man, half amazing Sex to a nympho, but nothing sweet I'm like beef, busting heat through your windows I'm like a street sweeper, green leaf breather Like Greeks in Egypt, learning something deep from their teachers I'm like crime, like your nine Your man you would die for, always got you I'm like pop, do you would cry for I'm like a whole lot of loot I'm like Chris Money, corporate accounts from a rich company I'm like ecstasy for ladies I'm like all races combined in one man Like the 99 Summer Jam, bulletproof, I'm a man I'm like being locked down around new faces And none of them fan I'm the feeling of a millionaire spending a hundred grand I'm a poor man's dream, a thug poet Live it and I write it down and I watch it blow up Y'all know what I'm like, y'all play it in your system every night now Not just like life or death, I'm a rebel My poetry's deep, I never felt